What is happening? Welcome to another episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. The fantacular extra extravaganza of film and chat and bullshit. It's pretty good. I'm one of the three. I'm Josh. With me as always is the T-Huff and the CBS. Holla. What's happening, gentlemen? Sup, motherfucker? I like how gangster you are. <laughs> it's great. Hats on backwards and high and gangster. It's awesome. Is and backwards hat gangster? I mean, I'm going to say... I think it's more gangster now to have it forwards. I say in the old days, I guess it depends what generation you're from. Yeah. What's with the stickers on the hat? Still, people like get a hat, but then they leave the stickers uh, I don't on. agree with that at all. But I don't what, know. Okay, but what is that all about? <laughs> no idea. I do have a couple that are still on mine because I haven't taken them off. I don't wear them with them on, but yeah. But you haven't know. worn them, so the stickers don't No, on. like people True. wear them with it on. Yeah. And it's like... They are shiny. Does it mean something? Everybody knows how much mm-hmm. those hats cost. Like, what is What it, are you trying to prove? I didn't think it was a price tag. I thought it was like a logo and a size, isn't it? I guess I don't it's know like what It's like a say. decal. Yeah. You know, like the Major League Baseball ones that have the Major League sticker on it or the NBA one or like whatever it is. It's like a logo. And then... There's another one, too, like, you know, all the hats from lids that have, like, a lid sticker on it. They'll leave the fucking lid sticker on the bill, too. Because it's shiny. There might be a reason. I don't it's know. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it is. I don't understand it. It is fucking stupid. It's like, if someone sees you with that hat today, they're going to assume, oh, you bought that today. Well, but then if they see you again com- with that hat in a week. But it comes with tags, too, so why don't they just leave the tags still on it? It's like, well, I know you got that last week. Take the fucking sticker off. Well, why don't they just, why don't they leave the tags on it too? You know, like the tags that dangle off, they have those on there too. So why don't they just leave those on there as well? I don't know. This would be a good debate to have on I, social media though. Yeah, yeah, not even of, necessarily a debate, just, just a question to throw it out yeah. and be like, why? I don't get it. I don't know. There's a lot of fashion choices that I'm not sure of. I don't care about. And I'm not going to question because it is what it is. But that one I'm unsure about. It's like wearing a pair of pants or a pair of shoes and you leave the tags on it. Like, are you planning on returning it at some point? Maybe that's With the hat thing, it doesn't make sense, though, because it's not the tag. It's just the stickers. Right. Hmm. That's what's... I'm... I'm, Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused. You're going to hawk it on fucking Craigslist in two weeks? Like, what do you... I mean, maybe. Two weeks of wearing a hat's going to make that thing fucking smell like you. Especially this time of year. Yeah, man. (laughs) No bueno. There's no fixing that shit. Oh, man. Sweat rings galore, unless you wear a fucking, like, shower cap underneath. It's funny. So then you just sweat down instead of into the hat. But that seems uncomfortable. I'm going to see if I can find a meme about this and post it and just see what people say. Okay. Because I want to know. I'm into it. I mean, I'm sure a couple of the young kids at NoCos could... Explain why people. You know, I've do asked that. people, nobody can give me a straight up answer. There's like, well, I just, so and so did it too. I'm like, um, okay. So it's just a fad. But people don't know why. But why? Why did the first person do it? Is it like, what's her name for Mean Girls? And like, they actually, they like cut her, cut the boobs out of her shirt and then she's like, meh. And then so everybody starts doing it because they like. Probably. I mean, there are a lot of things like that that don't make sense, I guess. Sure. You know, like all, all giant mistake and became like a one person in the nineties wearing you know baggy windbreaker pants rolled one leg up one day and then like that happened for five years. That's true. You remember that shit? Oh yeah. But why? Yeah, I think it was a famous person probably did it. And the truth is, he probably was just hot. 
One, not but one leg, though. I know. Like, one leg. It's LL Cool J. That's who did it. That's why, because LL what about, was cool. Like, he had a mosquito bite on one leg, so he rolled yeah. the one pant leg up, and then everyone started doing it. Because he's cool. LL Cool J is cool. It's in his name. But what about, like, Criss Cross? They wore their pants backwards, so that was kind of a thing I for a minute. people did for a minute. They're too People tried, and then mm. they were like, this is really uncomfortable, yeah, so I don't true. want to do this anymore. That's true. See, no, it's like the stupid part doesn't matter as much as the uncomfortable part. The rolling the pant leg up, that's comfortable. It's all right. You know. But pat, like backwards, I I was crisscross or either criss or cross one of the Halloweens in a skate contest when I was like 16. And I skated in backwards jeans, and it was fucking hard. Were you, um, huh. after you were done, did you have sex with a bunch of older women and have a sex addiction? No. Because if you're going to I wasn't really, that cool when I was you're 16. Really I was just be, skating every but day. But if you're really going to be crisscross as a 16-year-old, you have to have sex with a bunch of women. Is that what they did? Oh, they got they got massive sex addictions and had to go to, like, therapists and shit for... Because they started having sex when they were, like, fucking 12. Yeah, no, that wasn't me. Like having like orgies and shit. I didn't have sex when I was 17, so I I, I didn't even fucking know. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. Turn it up, Chris. All good debates. Turn it up, Chris. That's what I was born to do. Jump. Jump. Everybody jump. Chris Cross will make Daddy make you wanna jump. 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 Hump. Daddy Mac will make you hump, hump. That's different, but yes. No, that's basically what they were doing. Uh, right, I agree. Yeah. I think if you're a 12 year old boy and then you start getting your dick sucked on regs by like any amount of women, then you're gonna have a massive sex addiction. Yeah, it's because a bad, it's a bad. Because way to when start you're your 12, your boner never goes away, never. Like you just have a boner all the time. Like, yeah, you remember like driving down the street, you hit a bump, and you're like, oh, damn it. And you're like, I gotta tuck this in my waistband. In the back so seat my parents of your parents' car, and you're boner. like, <laughs> here comes a boner for two hours. Shit. You're like, because they hit a fucking speed bump. Yeah. See, it's like, I'm not gonna talk about this. I never got boners. I don't remember that being a problem. I was, uh, not that he I, needed them. I was a perfect human being. I never got a boner in an uncomfortable situation, and I refused to talk about it. I don't ever remember that happening to me at all. Like, literally, not Really? At all. Like, no, not at all. Eat your oatmeal. I remember, like, a pothole or something on the, on the yeah. road, like, would make me get a boner. Yeah, dude. I, I don't disagree with that being a thing. Cause it's and I was, like, playing world. a fucking Game Boy. I'm like, why am I getting a boner right now? Huh. Yeah, I don't remember having that problem. Because testosterone starts surging through your body for the first time in your life, and it just gives you boners. That's what happens. Okay. That was a rough few years for me. You ever seen those videos of, like, the two brothers that are on a trip together, and the one brother, like, crushes up a fucking uh, Viagra or two in his brother's Gatorade, and he keeps drinking the Gatorade, and his brother gets a boner, and he's just like, I don't know, going to a store, and he's just like, what? and he just keeps drinking it, and his boner won't go away, and he's like, hey, man, you got to quit drinking. He's like, oh, what, what the fuck, why? It's like, first of all, I got to go take care of that thing. Second, I'll quit drinking. He's like, why is it? Because I crushed up Viagra in your fucking Gatorade. He's like, you motherfucker. And he's just like, the dude's just like... <laughs> He films him unknowingly, just keeps holding his phone, just like his brother's got a boner all day. He's like, ah, because, you know, like, if you have a boner for a certain amount of time, it starts to get uncomfortable, regardless. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, it's only comfortable in your waistband for so long <laughs> even, before you realize it's a problem. Even if you're just laying in bed and your boner's there, like, for, like, too many hours, it starts to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Sure. 
So that was boner talk. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> it's the perfect Hootie opening who. to who we're talking Hootie about who. today, you know? Hootie who. Is it really? Thanks for joining us for sure. boner talk next week. Hmm? Why? Hmm? I'm just saying, on this, on this episode of Boner Talk, next week, we're going to talk about Mike Seaver's friend from Going Pains and why his name was Boner. Hootie who? I'm just, I'm just I'm joking. I'm joking that was the podcast. Oh, okay. That, that was joking that was the end of the podcast. God, man. It was weird. I, no, I didn't know what you were doing. No, I was with you. Are we out? No. All right, we're out. I mean, we're out. Guess. Nobody wants your goddamn ice cream. Stay out of my neighborhood. It makes my dogs bark. I don't think that's true, and they're everywhere. Nobody, I never see them stop. The Ever. dogs? No, no ice cream truck. <laughs> ice cream truck. <laughs> Must stop uh, somewhere. He drives down my street every day. I'm guessing there's a reason for that. He gets towards the end of my street, and there's probably like five kids like, yeah, rocket pups. Isn't there a coin shortage? How are they paying for shit? Dude, they have no fucking... No change falling dollars. No, like, I guarantee you they have a fucking swiper oh, attached to their phone. Like, yeah. everyone can do that shit now. Right. <laughs> Whatever. It's not like they have rocket pops or anything, bro. I think the one that goes by my house does. Hmm. You know what the really, really good ones are? The strawberry shortcake ones. Those are my favorite. Those are good. Yeah, With the crusties on the outside? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are good. Awesome as fuck. I remember those. You know, when I worked at the convenience store, when I worked at Canyon, my favorite thing was, like, they loaded it up, and it, it wasn't... It, everybody assumes that they're all called Otter Pops. They're not. Like, they had Flavor Ice, too, the Flavor Ice, the other right. company. But Flavor Ice had the pink ones, and they had the gigantic ones that were, like, I don't know, like a foot fucking long and, like, super... Like, about this big around. Yeah, thick ones. Yeah. About, about, like... Like a BBC? Like knee breaker around, you know what I mean? Sure. And like, but they were pink. The pink ones, like they had all the colors, but like the pink ones were the best. So when they'd come in, like the whoever like restocked the ice cream chest thing, you know, like they have it like kind of by the front desk usually, is like the ice cream chest right. side open. Yeah. I was like, hey, nobody buys those but me. Just give me all the fucking pink ones. And the lady's like, all right. And so she just put all the pink ones in there. <laughs> and someday one day, this old man came in. He's like. God damn it, where the fuck are the blue ones? And he was like, slammed it and stormed out of it. That was unthought of. I didn't think that was going to happen. Mm. And then I locked the door and played some Galia. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I liked the... Uh, were they called Push Pops or was that the Candy? No, the push pops. Yeah, they're like push round pops. and you push it from the bottom. Yeah, yeah like those paper outside. Like the orange, the orange sherbet push oh, yeah. pops. That, that was my jam. The Flintstones ones. I think they were Flintstone brand. My mom used push to get pops. them. You know, I mean the Schwann's man, the Schwann's truck. Oh yeah. yeah. My mom would get them off of there. I didn't like them. No. Nah. I don't really remember. I remember having them as when I was a kid. Kid. But then at some point that wasn't an option anymore, so I don't really remember what they taste like. But I don't remember disliking them. They were different flavors, but I liked them because if you stayed outside, you could push it up as you went, and like it wouldn't like really. But the paper always started falling apart and shit, and it was like you know they had the paper like the, the hard paper wrapper, like, yeah. wrapper thing around it. Uh, I never had that problem. You know what are fucking good? I went to work the other day, and somebody brought in drumsticks, and they had like a three pack, and it was like. Um, there was like a caramel 
caramel center, a chocolate center, and a vanilla center, and there was just like fucking like drumsticks, but like there was like caramel in the middle of it, and I was like, the core, you got like, to do the core now. Like, Motherfucker, who bought this shit? And they're like, oh, somebody brought it on Saturday, and I like, I, I cannot drink. I've never done drugs. It doesn't fucking matter. There's a lot of things that I just don't give a fuck about, and I can quit if I want to, but sugar is really hard for me. So there's a bunch of fucking drumsticks hanging out in the fucking freezer. I'm like, that looks delicious, and I just walk by it a million times, like, I'm going to eat one, and I just eat. Uh, that's my promise, sugar. Sugar's my big one. And everybody's like, oh, you're... It's the most addictive thing in the world. It's amazing. I'd push my own mother down for one. Science has proven it. Yeah? It's more addictive than drugs. More people can't stop eating sugar than people stopping doing drugs. Fake, Crazy. Fake sugar counts. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Now it's in chemical properties to make your brain do the same thing. I wish they made more ice cream with it. And that's why you like drink ice cream. four liters of Mountain Dew a day. Oh, there's some good keto ice cream out there. What? Where? Yeah, there Where? is. Is it eight million dollars? One of the brands is Rebel. City Market has it. I, lo- I love for everything. I didn't see because I've been doing the keto thing, not for to lose weight, but because like I went really sugar crazy for fucking like real hard, and I was like eating candy every day and like fucking drinking soda and drinking like I- making ice cream floats with green tea ice cream and shit. <laughs> I was going nuts, dude. I fell off the wagon, all right, and so I had to like I had to pull myself back. It's like remember on Sunday when you and got Dairy Queen, I got a blizzard, I got some cheese curds, I got a fucking cheeseburger. It just like was one off the deep end, man. I don't feel like it was any different than normal. We haven't been to blizzards? Dairy Queen since last summer. No, I'll, that's not I'll, true. I'll find a picture of that's the 100% one. That's true. Like, there's one Tory and I tried, and like, so you know, it's not not as sweet. Probably, it's not the same texture either. Right. Like, it's a little different. Like, it falls apart easier. Uh, they probably make it with like almond milk or something, or coconut milk. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's pretty good. Is it a frozen treat? Yeah. I love it. Frozen treats are the best. <laughs> there's like a peanut butter flavor or something. What? Never mind, I'm out. It's an option. Well, there's more than that. That was just what I thought the best one was. I don't like peanut butter things. But there's like, a couple other ones, like, too, do you remember, out there. Do you remember peanut butter Captain Crunch? I know it existed. Yeah, that shit's good. Fucking gross. No, I like that bullshit. shit. Ugh. I like peanut butter. I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but that's, I mean, it's just like, I'm, I'm a very limited peanut butter. God damn it! I fucking hate my dogs. Is it time for the gate? I want to put the gate up. Tell us a story, CBS, about how much you like or don't like peanut butter, and go. I don't, with the, the barking, just makes me so, I guess we'll leave it in this time. Less work for me, everybody. Yay. Yeah, leave it in. Who cares? I mean, we all, we're, we're doing this at a house. Sounds, Nobody fucking cares. Sounds, sounds unprofessional. Is our sponsor gonna care? Oh, wait! We don't fucking have one. They don't care. Wow. That might change. Not that it'll matter for this episode, so whatever. Anyway. Peanut butter, I don't hate it, so there you go. I like peanuts. Mm. You should eat a lot of peanut butter, actually. If you, if, but you gotta look on the it's back. Sugary, man. No. Oh, oh, real nice. peanut butter is not. Real peanut butter that's is true. just peanut butter. You can butter. find peanut butter. That's, that's the kind that's not mixed right, right? It's got the no. oil on Mm-mm. the top? No. Mm-mm. We have well, some. It, it will separate after a while, like <laughs> if you let it sit, but that's not a bad thing. Just mix it up. But you got to look on the back and make sure it's actual, like, pure peanut butter. Crazy. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, these are keto. Yeah, I'm going to the store later. And get but like that. I said, just go in with an open mind. I'm not, I'm okay with it. I drink LaCroix like a crazy motherfucker to 
to curb my soda habit. CBS drinks. He's like, tastes like TV static. <laughs> I don't think I ever said that, but I did agree when you said. I've heard a lot of people say TV static. I'm like, what? Yeah, does this show talk about three episodes ago cunts. all the time? You just you can't you won't do anything healthy. I try and help you, but you won't. That soda water tastes terrible. So does diet soda. It tastes fucking terrible. It tastes like fucking to you, I guess. dying. Okay. It tastes like it tastes like what cancer. Well, in that case, serve it up. They have more flavors than I've seen, though. Some of these sound pretty good. What's the name of it again? Rebel. Rebel. Nice name. I'm sure you've seen it. If you walk oh. by the ice cream aisle, you've I've seen, seen those that packages. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I just thought it was regular ass ice cream. But yeah, like the first time I had it, I was like. Yeah, it's okay. And then I had it again. I'm like, all right. It's growing on me. Hmm. I've just been eating like a dick ton of like, I made chicken last night. That was good, right? Yeah. Keto meal, motherfucker. I don't care, but it tasted fine. I've been eating like a fuck ton of hand rolls at work with just, just fish and like condiments. Like fish and like mayo and like avocado. Green yeah. Onions. Telling you when I like in January when I was doing that shit, fucking Tai Chi all day, that was saving me. I was like, "Fuck, this is good," and I'm getting some sort of satisfaction. I just eat the like this. The seaweed is good enough. My back is fucked. I need some. uh, I think I'm gonna get into pain pills. They seem pretty popular, right? (laughs) It's like the worst addiction. It's like worse than heroin. Man, cool. I'm in. But I'll do Sir, something with you. Serve him up. If you can get some Percocet, I will do something with you. Serve him up. Isn't that Especially a if you want to snort it. Percocet, I think that is a rapper. Percocet yeah. is a drug. It's and, a pain pill. And a rapper. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. 100%. There's a rapper named Percocet? Heck yeah, there is. Are you sure? How fucking... There's not, actually. I'm just making that up. I'm disagreeing with CBS. I'm pretty sure there oh. is. I think there was. I think that's what his name. Oh no, the song says Percocet. Funny stories. Last night we were doing a comic book podcast, and like there was, we were talking about what's that fucking movie with, uh, like that has the choose your own adventure endings. The Black Mirror one. No, the other. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's but yeah, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. So like I was CBS, like it's like Tabawachi or something like that. Jabberwocky, dude. Jabberwocky. Focus. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That's not the same. He's like, it's in the same poem. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no such thing. And last night I had to like curb it because he can't swear in that one, but I was like, near, that eh, doesn't make any, and I Googled it, and sure enough, Bandersnatch and Jabberwocky are both in the same poem. Damn really? Man. Yeah, they're in this, like it's, yeah. I and didn't I was, know that. I was like, I'll be damned. I didn't even know what the word Bandersnatch was, it's or bird. still really. It's basically gibberish about like monsters in your dreams, kind of, that's kind of what the poem's it's about. It's like a monster bird, I think. I do really like Black Mirror, though. I think they do cool shit. Sure. Yeah. We don't have a lot to talk about tonight besides the news and then like two movies, so. Yeah. Is that all? Let's, let's talk a let's, little bit more do you give about Black Mirror since we're talking about it because I fucking love that shit. You know, it'd be sweet if like in real life, because a lot of things in that, like, well, we got to quit making the show because we can't make things as crazy as real life is right now. But it would be funny if fucking Trump had to fuck a pig. I'd be hilarious. But I don't think that he would do it. I'd I think, pay good money to I, watch I think it. He, I think that he would literally let his daughter die. Yeah, I think which, you're right. Which daughter? How many does he have? I think he just has the one, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He's real handsy with her, like he loves her a lot. Weird. I, I, think bet, I bet he would get a boner real fast, too. He probably does. I mean, he's a weird dude. He's like, mm, I molested people on fucking Molester Island that look just like you. Mm. 
So did you guys see the Black Mirror episode where it was like Anthony Mackie and the other dude? And they were like VR gaming in a, yeah. a video game that was like Mortal Kombat style, like side-by-side fighting. But then like one of them, they're both dudes. One of them was a girl in VR and one was a guy, but they like had a relationship, had a relationship inside of the game. But then in real life, like they got in a fight over it. Like one of them wanted to actually be in a relationship in real life and the other one didn't. And it was like fucked up. So it was like, and that's oh, like, how real life is are now. they gay in real life? Or like, what's going on? And they didn't know how to like react to like what had happened. Hmm. Cause they were still like, I think both into it because of knowing each other, but then being in VR and one of them looking like a girl made it different. Okay. It was a fucked up episode, but I was like, man, some shit like, some shit like that's gonna happen in the future. Like, that's gonna be a weird, when VR gets that, that good and that real, like... Well, at that point, we're all just living virtual reality. It won't matter. Well, Ready Player One kind of has that whole... I mean, they're like, it could be a fucking seven-foot-tall guy from blah, blah. Like, yeah. Right. We talk about that shit, because it's like... The chick from the garage or whatever. I don't know. That one episode kind of stuck with me. I was like, dude, that is They all kind of stick with you. deep. Like, it's really cool. shit. Even though I've only I've only watched two episodes, I don't think you downloaded it anymore. But the new Twilight Zones, are they all on there or no? They're all on there. No, because I haven't watched more than the first, first two. two. Are pretty good, yeah. But yeah, they're all. On, there's like ten of but, them but on there. Like, but Black Mirror is kind of like it's more twisted. It's a different kind of twisted. Well, no, like if you watched the Twilight Zone when it first came out, like original Twilight yeah, Zone, yeah, it was it, that was twisted to those fucking people. So it's, it's more. Like, it's it's more. Same. But I, it's, I feel like Black Mirror is more futuristic, twisted, yeah. like things that have not happened yet. Right. But Twilight Zone is more like things that could happen, like right now. Sure. You know, or could have happened. Yes, in the no. past. There's, there's a lot of futuristic ones in the fucking old school, but yeah. Yeah. The, there's a lot of episodes in Black Mirror that are based on virtual reality versions of the world, and like technology that doesn't exist, yeah. and like all kinds of shit like or that. But technology that kind of exists is just not being exploited that way yet. I mean, there's one about the guy that rides the bike, and riding the bike's how you make money, and then you spend that money on stupid cyber clothes. Right. Or watching videos, I guess, which is weird, too. Or friends that try to be famous. It's a, yeah, messed up episode. Oh, and what about the fucking one with the guy, what's the guy's name that plays, uh, the guy that looks like Matt Damon, kind of, that's not Matt Damon, like the younger Matt Damon that's not as talented? <laughs> You know what I'm Man, talking about? I, no. No. I don't. Yeah. Sorry. Go, just Google the no, name I'm of Matt Damon. Uh, no, I'm I, I know his first name. I think I can find it. <laughs> Is he in Black Mirror? Just look at that episode. Well, yeah, that's why he's... That's why he's this dude? Huh. It's like, it's Maybe like, without the glasses. He does look know. like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Matt Damon had a baby. It does kind of... It's like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Matt Damon had a baby. Yeah. Like he was in Breaking Bad and like a bunch of movies. Huh. Okay. You never I watched Breaking Bad. I didn't Bad. really watch Breaking Bad, yeah. I mean, I'm aware of it in maybe like one random episode. I mean, he's been in a ton of shit, but there was an episode with him that was like very like Star Trekky. That was okay. really fucked up. Like you guys should watch it. Right. It was like hard to, like I watched it and I was like, I gotta watch that again. Like that was, Dang. I could watch a whole show that was like that because it was, it was like Star Trek, but instead of their problems being 
all intergalactical shit. It was like very grounded in reality. But they were like huh. on a weird planet. They didn't know where they were. I don't know. Crazy. Cool shit. All right. Sure. You guys ready to do news? You ready to do news, Tyler? What's in the news? Halle Berry is starring and directing a movie about a female MMA fighter. Okay. She's going to be the fighter? Yeah. She looks pretty badass in the preliminary uh, uh, photos. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. She does good with that kind of stuff. I think she'll be good in this one. I didn't realize she was a director, though. I don't know how much she's directed, but... I don't think she has. Mm. Yeah, no, nothing I'm aware of. Yeah. Cool. Um, or maybe she has. I'll look while you're yeah. talking. So, I mean, like, makeup-wise and stuff, she looks, you know, how, like, female MMA... I mean, I'm sure, like, a lot of female MMA fighters, when they're, like, not getting ready for a fight and they don't have their hair pulled back and their fucking mouth guard in and shit, they look very pretty. But when I watch Holly Holm, like, fight in a fight, and I'm like, what kind of man... Does she need to satisfy her? She's like, I will fucking fuck <laughs> oh you. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! She, uh, I mean, she's probably got. You know what I mean? It's funny. What? Dude, she's a. <laughs> she's an alpha. She's an. It's, it's going to take a very alpha male to fucking be with a woman like that. Like that's a very alpha woman. Yeah. No. This is her first. This her is her directorial, directorial debut. debut. You could say, and it's called Bruised. Yep. Yeah. Right. It lo- the picture looks fucking cool. I'm into it. Looks pretty rad. Oh, dang. Yeah. So I'm sure she did a shit ton of fi- like fighting and stuff leading up to it. So maybe after that she can do a real Catwoman movie where she's not fucking garbage. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah, that'd be rough. That'd be rough. Um, so I thought this was interesting because it's one of my favorite movies, but Cameron Crowe, like they, he, uh, somebody interviewed him the other day and he said that the original person who was supposed to play Russell Hammond in the film, Russell Hammond's a guitar player for, um, for the band. Okay. You know, Almost Famous or what? Yeah. You know, Russell Hammond. For, right? what was the band's name? Um, why can't I think of this? Stillwater? Stillwater. Almost. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like guitar player for Stillwater, the one that Jason Lee's always like, your looks have become a problem. Right. Um, the original person who was supposed to play that role was Brad Pitt. And it just didn't huh. work. Like, there was that like, was supposed to be Jason Lee? No, no. that was supposed to be Russell Hammond's character. Billy Crudup's okay. character. Okay. Brad Pitt was supposed to play that. Crazy. Oh, all right. I think I, I think I like Crudup better in that role. Me too. I don't know if they would have been able to pull it off a of pick because he would have had to like grow a mustache and shit. I don't know if he would have looked 70s enough. Um. Yeah. They would have changed the character probably because he did a pretty good job once upon a time in once upon a time in Hollywood. He looked pretty seventies. He did, yeah. But he's got he hit that style. But that movie's also twenty years old, so yeah, like, he, he would have looked a lot different then too. Well, and his hair—I mean, he's he got grow sh- long hair. short hair and long hair. Yeah. But he's got that weird natural wave to it because yeah. he's got kind of big hair. Well, so did all the dudes in that movie. I don't know. I don't necessarily feel like it was really. Di- I mean, it was long. I don't feel like it was big. And that's wavy and stuff, but. Hmm. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. It is. Um, for so Tom Cruise's space movie that's supposed to be a thing that's a, a supposedly a, approved and already in pre-production, and they, there's not really even a script for it yet. He's just like, I want to make a movie where I'm at literally in outer space, and they're like, okay, 
<laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe because like SpaceX, it makes it cheaper to go to space now. But I don't know how the fuck that's going to be a thing. Because Tom Cruise, like we did, you know, we did him last week. Is, is he's in his fifties, right? So like you got to be in like fit, fit fucking condition. He to, is to, though. Yeah, yeah but you got to be fucking fit as fuck. Seen that motherfucker run? Have you ever <laughs> been? To, have you ever been to space? <laughs> exactly. I've been to space camp. You got to go to space camp. That's cool. Yeah, dude. It's in Florida. What Dang. the fuck? It's like a fucking nine-hour drive from where I lived. I feel like we heard. I feel like you, like you said uh, that. You before. did too. Some other, some rich parents paid for you to go. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, remember. I remember now. Oh, and then Lando. There's a going to be a Lando TV show on Disney Plus, and Billy Dee and uh, Donald Glover are supposedly both in. That's cool. I like the idea of Billy Dee doing stuff. Glover too. Glover. 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 Glover also. Glover. Glover Lang. Is it Glover? Is it Dan- Don- Glover. Don- Glover? Donald Glover Lang. Like Danny Glover, but they're not related. Yeah, yeah. Donald Glover Lang. No, it's Clubber with a C. Clubber Lang. Glover Lang. Just call him Childish Gambino. Yeah. I don't like that so much. Yeah, he's not even going by that anymore. It's like... He doesn't need to anymore. I don't think he's even going to have like a, a, a musical alias anymore. Like it's either going to be Donald Glover or like back in the day before he was Childish Gambino was I am Donald, but mm. I don't know. Hmm. I think his original rap name, but I saw on uh, Wikipedia was Percocet. I think. No, nah. I think that's who it was, right? <laughs> no, no, it's a lion in a song. That's a lion in a song. Percocet's a dude that's like a gangster that can't like come up with good raps that is just like machine. he's got cocaine and guns and like machine he doesn't gun know kelly. what else to call himself like machine gun kelly exactly yeah. but i will say about him he I was don't good. like his music but i do kind of like his, his acting. acting yeah i liked him in roadies a lot and i liked him in both the you should download all that roadies show for me there's only the one but there's like eight eight episodes on episodes i think i think they're all on there are they yeah i don't look at the tv part i guess i yeah. always forget about look at that. it was he in King of Staten Island? That, and he was in the big time, he was in both the Pete Davidson ones, the big time adolescence one also. Right. They're, they're like homies, but I'm like, uh, I like him as an actor, huh. so just stop making music and just act. Yeah. I agree. Stop getting in fights with Eminem over social media about who's a better rapper. Because you're not going to fucking win. There, there isn't ever. Very, there's very, very, very few people who can contend with who's a better rapper with Eminem. I mean, name name like one or two people who are prob- maybe better. Like than currently, him. that's alive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could probably come up with like, I like this guy a lot, and his current album is better than Eminem's current album, or whatever. But the dude's fucking brilliant. Like Eminem is amazingly brilliant. I will say, although he is officially out of the game now, like he just released his last album, I'd say the person close to being able to contend. On a basis of just quality of music in general, Logic, he released his album Friday and was like, I'm done. But he signed a multi-million dollar deal with Twitch because he's been like live stream gaming for his whole life. Wow. That's crazy. And he's like, I want to be a better dad. And then Twitch offered him some millions and he was like, well, I can sit at home and fucking live stream game and be a better dad. Than right. being in the studio all the time because that guy would put out two, three albums a year. Like it's nuts and good ones, huh. like really fucking good music. 
So I'd say he was close, but not like as far as lyricism goes. No one really touches Eminem. Yeah, I don't think I that's alive. I think you're right, man. He's just he's that fucking good. Sure. And as brilliant as Kanye is as a fucking musician in general, like he's he's really good. Like he really, but he's fucking insane. Oh, 100 percent. No, his, his talent as a musician for me is all producing. Mm-hmm. Like sure. his beats and the the shit he does in the studio for other people, it's incredible. But he loves Chick Fil A and he but, wanted to be president. Yeah, like well, even like what like years, years, years ago before. All the shit happening right now, you know, I, I, his music, there's a couple albums of his I really like, but that's it. Hmm. You know, like he was... I think the only song, I like that Gold Digger song, which everybody knows, but like I like that song from uh, The Night Before so much, even though it's like nine <laughs> minutes long. Well, he finds, but that he song finds is old soul songs from like the 50s and 60s and finds a way to integrate that into a hip-hop beat. And a lot of people don't do that. And I, I think that, that's yeah. where his talent is, is like some people have tried to do that and maybe just not done it the right way or not picked the right song. And he finds like, he finds a song that you'll never have ever heard. And then if you go back and listen to the old one, you're like, this is sick. Like, how the fuck did he find this? <laughs> so I like in my mind, I'm like, He's that good of a producer that he'll he'll listen to a thousand songs from 1951 and find one and be like, I can use that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And most producers will not do that. Okay. So, from a beat-making standpoint, he's incredible, but stop trying to rap. <laughs> Man. I think that part is done at this point. <laughs> you know, but it's fine. Crazy. And then you had some news. Oh yeah. Uh first piece of news I have Tinet approved to release in China. I don't know how I feel about that. Isn't it why should they get to see it before us? Isn't it Tenet? Not Tenet. People in the movie and the trailers and shit say Tenet. They do. But when I read, like, I looked up the word on dictionary.com and, like, listened to how they say it, and they all said Tenet. Huh. I don't know. So, I guess it's Tenet, but I feel like that's too close to Tenet. Like a tenant in a house? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm... Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. So, yeah, that's getting released in China. I don't know when, but... Weird. Um, another piece of news. I don't know if this is news, but it was, like, one of the only cool things I could find. Uh, Carl Urban revealed he was a stormtrooper in Rise of Skywalker. Did you guys know that? Oh, yeah. Crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. 20 minutes in, I guess. I don't know which one. Mm. I was looking for pictures of it, and all it said was 20 minutes in. So, remember, remember when we were having the whole discussion about like who was in the last scene in Last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker and like all the guest appearances or 
Was that Rise? Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. There was like some guest appearances of different people, and like you know the guy that played Wedge and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like John Williams was in there, and we're like, where was John Williams? And he was like, he's the fucking bar, the bartender. Yeah, and they like all all of his fucking um, like his fucking hits were all like props on the wall behind him. Yeah, it was in that Star Wars documentary. It was like super right. Rad. There's yeah, that was cool, were, huh? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I like that. That's really cool. Super good. Um, and then the first trailer of, I'm going to attempt to say this right, and I think I'm right, Denis Villeneuve's director, okay. French-Canadian, Denis Villeneuve's Dune movie being made will arrive in August with Warner Brothers' re-release of Inception in theaters. I'll be damned. Which I thought, my initial thought was, this is going to be before Tenet. For sure. Would make sense. So now that that's delayed, they're like, well, put it in front of Inception. So oh, okay. Whenever that happens in August, that's happening. Crazy. So I'm excited for that, because I, I, I feel like they have most of that movie done. Oh, Tenet? Is it, uh, no, Dune. Okay, yeah. Because it's supposed to come out in December. Will that happen? I don't know, but... Probably not. They're going to be putting out a Dune miniseries, comic book-wise. I don't remember what it was called, though. I kind of, I wonder if it's connected. It probably is like a adaption or something. I can't remember what the titling for it was, though. I did see a cool new picture of Oscar Isaac in Dune. Oh, cool. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Mm-mm. I didn't. It's pretty rad. At some point. Yes, cool. That's what I got for news. So then season two, my last thing. Season two of The Mandalorian is going to really delve deep into the history of the blacks, the dark saber, and it's going to be a big part of that that season. Cool. So, um, a lot of Star Wars nerds, if you've read comics and watched different shows and things like that, like it's it's a thing in Star Wars lore. But they're going to actually like delve into it for people who don't know that much about Star Wars, because there's a lot of weird things like in the, in the in the sequel trilogy. And the Mandalorian and Rebels, there's like things that like reference books and comics and this and that's so like, like some some some. I think sometimes they made some of those movies for like the the super 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 fans. There's like some really random things here and there. They're like, oh, right. that's that's from issue number nine, blah blah blah. And so, so and pick on the like the layman would be like, I don't have an idea what the fuck. Because like a lot of, I I knew what the Dark Saber was, sure, but like you know most people are like, what in the hell is that? Yeah, but I didn't know what that was when that happened. But it's like an ancient until I read about it. Relic, you know, that was the what's his name? What's his name? Are you talking the actor, or the character, the actor? Um, oh gosh! Up, up! Okay. Also from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it, but yeah. that's what you're talking about, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck that was. But yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's like it's basically ba- it's it's the first Mandal like Mandalorian race that became had Jedi like had abilities became a Jedi. That's the lightsaber that they made, and they called it the dark saber. So, and it's different because John Carlo Esposito is that the guy's name? Sometimes I can remember shit. Gian- I don't know how, but and it's Giancarlo. Gian, yeah, Giancarlo. I can spell it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jean I know the Carlo spelling. Esposito. That's <laughs> fine. I'm better at spelling Esposito. than pronouncing it. The song. Uh, I saw something just a few minutes ago. Actually, apparently they've pushed back uh, Snake Eyes to 2021. Yeah, they pushed back almost everything. To yeah, it's, 
Pollo de Hermanos. That's why it's... Um, what is that? The Chicken new, Brothers. That's why oh. the news has been real rough lately, because there's just not a lot. It's like, oh, yeah. so this movie got pushed, this movie got pushed, this yeah. movie got pushed. It's this a movie. constant <laughs> rotating scale of what dates things are coming out. <laughs> so all the things that are done, that are TV shows, should fucking come out sooner than later. Like fucking Cobra Kai Season 3, god damn it. Right. Because that shit's done. Actually, Put really it out. Yeah. Motherfuckers. What happens to Johnny? Does Elizabeth Shoemaker, does she come in there? I mean, hopefully. Ugh. Probably not. I actually cool. watched all three Karate Kid movies in the last week and a half. Oh, yeah. man. They're good. Well, I was just like, I don't know. I've added so many like new but older movies that just haven't been on my Plex on my Plex. And sometimes I look through that shit and I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to. No. Like... I've seen all this shit. I just put it on here because I didn't have it. Well, Skip wants and to I get on Netflix, and I'm like, Karate Kid's the first thing on there. I'm like, have you okay. Have Wild of Heart yet? No. Dude. <laughs> as brilliant of a film as that is, it's crazy you don't want to watch it. It's kind of like when I you... I want to watch it. It's kind of like when you, like... Per- I need the right time. Like, it's going to hit me, and I'll be like, now's the time. It's kind of like that weird thing where you wouldn't watch Cobra Kai because, like, I think this is going to really suck, and Josh is just talking it up for no fucking reason because he loves the 80s, and then you watch it like, that was actually really fucking good. I'll watch it eventually, dude. It's just, you know, I like I like to feel it. Like, if I'm not feeling it when I'm looking at it and I'm about to hit play, and I know I'm going to be like, I might turn this off if I watch it right now. I'm not going to watch it. Not that you do those things, but... The next time you do mushrooms, I think that should be the time you watch it. I'm sure that that would go really good together. Like peanut butter and jelly. Or lamb and tuna fish. Spaghetti and meatball, if that's a better analogy. Moose and squirrel? <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah? Okay. Hip, yeah. Hip-hop? Hip-hop hip- anonymous? Hip-hop and- <laughs> I'm going to give him all these easy ones. <laughs> Fine. All right, so tonight we're doing Sofia Coppola, and um, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but because uh, she doesn't have a ton, but she's fascinating nonetheless because of who she is and uh, who she's related to, and the films that she has done are actually really, really good. So we have not done her father yet. We'll get there eventually. I thought about him, and then I started going through. It's like there's like fifteen of his movies. I, haven't seen I looked, yet. I looked as well earlier, and I was like, oh fuck, like there's there's some shit in the last. 10 to 12 years I haven't seen, like, pretty good amount. And not that it matters too much, because ultimately the point of this podcast is to sit down with my friends and hang out and talk about things that we love. Sure. Ultimately, that's the goal of this podcast for me. But nobody fucking listens to it, so it doesn't fucking matter if I get (laughs) drunk or not. Because the only people that listen to it are other friends who know that I get drunk. And that you get drunk, Tyler, and that like other people that are our guests get drunk. We know that CBS doesn't get drunk and he doesn't like jokes, but he does like Diet Mountain Dew. We know that. But that being said, I realized that I needed to start taking this more seriously again because I did for a while. Then I fell off because I had some personal things and I just would get drunk because I don't see my friends very often. So then when I did, I just wanted to get drunk with you guys. But I'm back on track. So again, I have some really cool history on her. Sweet. Just like Tom Cruise last week, which, so this is, the, I'm going to throw it in the middle of the podcast because people are, are unaware of it. So the new code word is, <laughs> it's a love shout out to two different people. Okay. But this is the phrase. It's not really a phrase. It's a name. T Brown Brown. That's the code word to get into the Redaways just this week. T Brown Brown. I like it. 
It's a shout out to somebody whose birthday is soon, and I miss him, and I wish he he missed me and loved me back, which I don't think that he does. He does. He doesn't. He does. He doesn't. I'm always the middleman. You guys just there's, talk. You there's, know? there's no. There's nothing to talk about. There's no. There's nothing to talk about. We got in an argument over who was the big spoon. We all know it's me, and he just does, can't get over it. Fair enough. He doesn't like me breathing on his neck. I don't think he minds that. Anyway, T. Brown Brown, who actually, T. Brown, was going to maybe come to a dinner plan tonight. I was like, hey, you want to come drink the Red Oasis and do an episode tonight? We're doing Sophia Coppola. He's like, ooh, that's a good one. I got plans, damn it. So I asked him anyway, just for the heck of it, because he's a good dude. He is. And he actually liked the episode, which I was like, we didn't really get drunk, and we had a lot of good info and a lot of good dialogue. Tom Cruise just has a million fucking movies. It's just when you do actors, it takes fucking forever. Especially him, dude. There's so fucking much. So we're doing a short one this week because she only got like three movies. So anyway, Sophia Coppola. She was born May 14th, 1971. She's the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola and Eleanor Neal. Eleanor Neal is like, she's pretty famous for tons of documentary stuff. A lot of her documentary stuff, though, is based off like... Coppola, like Francis Ford Coppola's stuff, like his making like Apocalypse Now, things like that. Like he did, she did a lot of like. She was on the sideline, like yeah, interviewing people and making cool documentaries. Which there is like an Apocalypse Now documentary that she did, and it's fucking crazy. There's one for a lot of them. Yeah, but I've watched that one. That one's good. Super good. There's one for, I think the first Godfather, or maybe multiples, but I think she did one for the whole saga. But yeah. Yeah, no idea. The but. Apocalypse Now one's really good. I saw that one because my, you know, my dad was obsessed with that movie, and then I watched it and I became obsessed with it. But yeah, so her film debut as an infant was in The Godfather. She was the she was the daughter, but then um, she also appeared in Godfather Three as as the daughter older. Uh, I don't think I took this down and I can't remember now but like someone else was supposed to be the daughter and then she took her place oh really did you read that I didn't see that I read that somewhere hmm. let's see if I can find it she um she won best original screenplay for Lost in Translation she, she won an Oscar okay. she's the third woman ever nominated for best director for an first Oscar. American also because the other the first two were foreigners right um, she's the second woman to win Best Director at Cannes Film Festival, but that was for Beguiled. The other two are for Lost in Translation. Um, some some uh, famous family members. Um, her aunt is uh, Talia Shire, and her she has two cousins who are very famous: Nick Cage, right, and Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> Weird. Oh. Winona Ryder. That's who was supposed to be the baby? Uh-huh. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I'll be damned. Huh. Um, she married Spike Jones in 1999, and they divorced in 2003, and it's been led, led, on, like led to multiple interviews and stuff she, like, she uh, hints at, but it's pretty much confirmed that um, Giovanna Ribisi's character is based off of Spike Jones and her. In Lost in Translation. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Huh. All right. Which I didn't know that, and then when I read that today, I was like... Makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> when you got two fucking... Two powerhouses like that, I mean... 
Spike Jones was in the midst of a ton of shit, like especially then, like yeah, ninety nine to 03, Like that's like he was making the best music videos. He was starting his movie career, like making skate videos. He was doing so much shit all at one time, right? Like ninety nine to 05, Like that guy was doing everything. He was right. doing jackass. Like he was doing everything. Man, yeah, it'd be a hard time to be trying to juggle that that way. And she was an upcoming filmmaker as well, and right. trying to do stuff and be like she had a clothing line that um still exists, but it's only a, it only exists in Japan, but it still exists. It's called, huh. um, it's called like Milk Bubbles or some fucking weird name, which makes sense. <laughs> um, right. I didn't take that down because I was like, ah, that doesn't. But yeah, odd. Interesting. So yeah, on to her films. Her first her. Um, I'll let Tyler kind of take over, but her directorial before. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Tequila shot first to the Coppola family. There's a lot more than I thought there was. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna say first is Virgin Suicides, right? Virgin Suicides is her first actual her, her first film, first actual thing. The other stuff is like shorts and videos, and she did like music video for the Flaming Lips and that Walt Mink Shine thing. I'm not sure what that is. Um, it's probably it, it's a, a one-hit wonder, yeah, or something. It's a music video, but I'm not sure. I don't know what Walt. I yeah, whatever. Hmm. It's, so, but her Virgin Suicides was her first film. So, I really like this movie. Josh Hartnett's fabulous. She does love Kristen Dunst a lot. She uses her several times over yeah. her career. I have a problem with Kristen Dunst. Like, I think that like her acting is really weak. She always she has the same face for fucking everything, and I like make fun of it a lot. But like the retarded cat thing, but she really does like <laughs> like a retarded cat that can't like. It's like it's like the other day like it took Captain to the fucking vet, and he's like all stressed out in the car, and his mouth just stays open. And he's like, <laughs> that's what Captain Kirsten Kirsten Dunst looks like to me. Does that make sense? <laughs> I mean, okay. She does. Yeah, I get what you're saying. She does need to shut her fucking mouth, or she just needs like, to shut play something different. Like she needs, <laughs> she needs a monster role, like Charlize Theron got her, just something different, right? <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, something needs to happen there. But solid movie, kind of fucked up movie, but I really like the soundtrack too. This yeah. band Air that. I used to really be into. I still listen to some of their shit, but they made the score for it, but then had like songs from, you know, previous albums in it too. Just really good shit. Really, really good. Crazy. Looks like, right? Oh, yeah, he's like panting. <laughs> Watching a video of it. That's what she sounds like. Sounds just like her. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> Don't. God. Why you guys want to watch it? It's terrible. See his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious, dude. It's just like Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Jeez. Retarded cat. He's not retarded, but he acts like it. Oh, well, there you go. So Kirsten is more more retarded cat than Brie Larson? Mm, yeah. I'll take it. Mm. 
Because she does the droopy, she's like, So she looks like to me, especially in Marie Antoinette. I think she looks very fucking like. Yeah, I struggle with that movie, but anyway, we're not even close to that yet. Well, the one piece of trivia I've got on this movie is uh, after she wrote the script, she was heartbroken to discover another company was already producing an adaptation of the book. However, they were not happy with the script. She showed them hers, and they ended up using it instead and letting her take charge. Nice. Yeah. I've never, well, I don't really read books. Have you read that book? No, actually, I have not. Maybe I will now. I thought it was like a, I didn't, I didn't ever, even the movie I think is kind of tricky. Or, it, yeah, kind of. If it was a book, I think it would be more so, maybe. But I think a dude wrote it. Oh, really? Well, I don't know if that means it would be more chicky or less chicky, but I'm pretty sure a guy wrote the book. Well, who wrote fucking Twilight? Didn't the dude write Twilight? No. No. It's a lady from Utah. Yeah. I'll ask Google. Who wrote? Before that, did you guys see that Alicia Silverstone was up for the role, but she turned it down? I did. Yeah. That would have been... I don't know how that would have been. I think it would have been better. Because she's not a retarded cat? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Does she have better nipples? We don't know. Yeah, you're right. Jeffrey, you... You Jennies. You Jennies. I thought I, I thought I saw a guy's name. Yeah. But... Huh. Yeah. But yeah. Good movie. I wanted to go, I wanted to rewatch that or something else today, and I was like, oh shit, the only things I have downloaded are lost in translation. <laughs> but, I have them all downloading, so they'll be on there. There you go. I don't know what else did I have on this. That is one good thing in these troubling times. So now I have Time. a very large amount of free space on my server. And there's no new shit I can download. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So I'm like, oh, whatever director or actor we do, I'm like, I'll just find everything that I don't have of theirs and download all of it. (laughs) And it's all on there. She she watched Scarlett Johansson, the movie Manny and Lowe, and thought she was awesome and offered her a role in this film. And Scarlett Johansson read the script and turned it down because uh, she thought it was too intense. Huh. It was... Parts of it were pretty intense. Yeah, it's very intense. It's a good film. It's very intense, though. But I think that, um, I mean, again, Scarlett Johansson would have been pretty good in this film, but she obviously took a role in a later film. But she she was good in a, I, I, I feel like the first movie I saw Scarlett in was she had a small role in The Man Who Wasn't There, that Billy Bob Thornton black and white Jill and Ethan Cohen movie where he's a barber. Huh. Cohen brother movie, Billy Bob's a barber, black and white. It's like him, Francis McDormand. Uh, what's guy's name from Soprano? James Gandolfini. Gandolfini. It was like one of their only movies they came out with that didn't go to theaters. It was just like weird, you know, direct to DVD or whatever back then. But she was like, she was a fucking child in this movie, basically. And I remember 
and I probably said this in the Coen Brother episode, but I remember Billy Bob was like giving her a ride home or something because like she was having piano lessons and he knew her fucking dad or something and gave her a ride. And she tried to give him head and she fuck he fucking wrecked his car. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember being like, oh, that chick is hot. Who the fuck is that? And now here we are. There you go. One of the hottest actresses there is. That's crazy. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think she's that hot. Uh, she doesn't do anything for me. Really? She does it for me. Yeah. So, some of it, I don't know. I mean, I don't dislike her. I is just, she in my top five? No, but she's probably in my top ten. I was like, meh. Meh. She's no Renee Russo. She got the DSLs and she got the big ass. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Two things I like. She has that monotone voice that just bugs me. She doesn't ever like she does, she has zero inflection. I don't care about the voice. <laughs> Man, it's funny. We're respecting women here. Sure, at its finest. Yeah, you know, a, a woman has to be intelligent, to t- and I want to be able to talk to her about things. Scarlett's intelligent. Yeah. She sounds like fucking Daria. It's boring. Like monotone. I mean, maybe that's why I like it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she sounds that. Well, I mean, it depends on movie it is, I guess. Because in Chef, like, I don't feel like she sounds monotone in that movie. Granted, she's not like. She in barely the talks, whole but thing. she's like, she's like, it's okay. John Favreau. Just like monotone. You're just fucking hung up on her, and it's fine. If you're into she's her, you awesome, like her. Yeah. Yeah, but she speaks monotone. Oh, yeah. If you take the fuck your dick out of the equation, you'll be like, yeah, I can see what he's saying. But most people can't do that. Okay. Like, I like her no matter fucking what. It's like, that's why Jenny McCarthy's popular. It's not because she's fucking talented. It's because people can pull their dick out of the thinking. It's like, I don't give a fuck if she's anti-vax or not. I'm like, you don't care if you're anti- if she's anti-vax or not? She's just crazy. There's still different levels, dude, of talent. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's different. She can thing. Act. They're involved in different things. Jenny McCarthy was never in a super crazy drama. I'm just saying on the same in level. Real life. I'm just saying on the same level. People are like, I love Jenny McCarthy. She's so funny. He's like, No, she's not. She's not funny. She's fucking annoying. Who said that? Everybody said that oh, about it. Oh, she's so funny. That. She's so good. No. I, mean, I would laugh when you I fuck. shit on her chest. That's about it. She's funny in ba- basketballs, but I it's, mean, <laughs> the whole point with her. I don't think it's on purpose. <laughs> I don't know if it the is. The whole issue not. with her is that she's an anti-vaxer, and so she'd be like, "Let me suck your dick." I'd be like, "No," because I don't know what you fucking have because you're an anti-vaxer. Okay. And your fucking kids are probably going to plague the world with fucking leprosy and fucking smallpox because you didn't get them, and they're going to get polio. And she's like, "It's this and this and that." No, it's not. No, it's not flat either, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's, uh, has, she speaks in monotone. Next time you watch any film that she's in, listen to her talk, you're like, oh yeah, it's monotone. She doesn't have any inflection. Mm-hmm. And she kind of doesn't really shut her mouth when she talks. Like, and I just, like, oh. she like, keeps her mouth kind of open when she talks too. I think she's doing that on purpose. Yeah, because I mean, that's just how her mouth is. I know, but she could close her mouth, but she doesn't because she doesn't have any inflection. She speaks monotone. I'm just saying, take your guys' dick out of the equation for just a second when you watch her next a film with her in it, and you're like, she speaks monotone. Hawkeye, where you looking all over? How are you? Where you been? Oh, I asked you so much. 
It's like that's how she fucked. Yeah, watch it. Okay. Yeah, but you're gonna be like, I can't say anything bad about her because she's fucking beautiful. No, I'm not taking it. I don't care. She's beautiful. There's nothing to do with that at all. I just don't agree with your watch it explanation of her. Watch it. Sound. But okay, whatever. Huzzah. What's the next movie? Huzzah. Huzzah. That's the next name of the name of the next movie. Uh, the next movie is... It's a sequel to Kazam. I think probably That'd all of awesome. our favorite ones. Huh. Lost in Translation. Yep. That's going to so, be more, you know, so yeah. She peaked early. It's fine. She hasn't done much after, so... She has, no. but... Um, are you talking about the director, or are you talking about... I mean, yeah, director-wise, she won a bunch of awards for this thing, and it's it's awesome. Well, not a bunch, but... Um, more than other things, man. Didn't it win Best Picture? Or is it what is it this nominated? No. Best, original, best original screenplay is the only one. Oh, original screenplay. Right, what are we talking about? 2003? Best original screenplay is all one. Screenplay? Okay. Better than nothing, I guess. I'm looking up right It was now. nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Director. Um, but the funny thing is, is I remember that when Bill Murray oh. lost... Yeah. He got up and fucking left, and they're like, "Come on, Bill, sit back down." He's like, "Eat dicks, guys," and he like fucking walked out of the Oscars because like, who who won for best actor that year? I think it was Sean Penn. Was that for uh, for Mystic River? Uh, yeah, which is yep. fucking, which isn't as fucking good. Bill Murray in this movie was fucking amazing. He should have fucking gotten it. It's good, but it was like he got it because like. He portrayed a father that lost his fucking daughter. So? That's why he won. That's You know how the fucking Academy is. But, yeah, I, I mean, Return of the King won Best Picture, so kind of get that yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good point. Return of the King won everything else that year. It literally won, like, nine Oscars, didn't it? It's got the record for most Oscars. Does it? Of a single film, but they pretty much gave it to him. They pretty much gave that film all the Oscars because of for the entire trilogy. They kind of were just giving him for like the yeah, entire everything. undertaking, I think. But it won so much that year. Hmm. I remember being nominated for a bunch of stuff, but yeah, it was mostly because it felt like it was for all three movies. That doesn't matter because it's still good. Are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking at all of them for that year. So Return of the King won for, I'll tell you right now, awards. It won 11 Oscars. 11. It that sounds right. Yeah. The won for Best Picture. It won for Director. It won for Best Adapted Screenplay. It won for Film Editing. It won for Art Direction, Costume Design, Best Makeup, Best Musical Score, um, Best Original Song, um, Best Sound Mixing, Best Visual Effects. So it pretty like it swept everything. Except it did not win, or wasn't even nominated. This is weird. It wasn't even nominated for Best Cinematography. That's fucking bizarre. And Russell Boyd won for Master and Commander. Huh. I guess a lot of it was CG, so that's probably why. Yeah. Well, maybe. That makes sense. Hey, but you know... You won 11. Boston Translation won... Best original screenplay. I mean, what more can you ask for? Didn't she? She wrote it, didn't she? Yeah, but I'm saying like that's that's good. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. 
for being these youngsters. So that's usually like what, a that's what? usually a pretty tight race. Like there's a lot of good original shit every year. So she was like thirty, what, thirty two, thirty three? Wait, thirty? No, was what was that? Two thousand. Two thousand thirteen. So the oh, three. So she was, she was born in seventy one. So she was thirty two years old. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, that's good. You, you you like that's like fucking Ben Affleck, Matt Damon shit right there. Cause right. What did those? Do, what? How old were those dudes? Oh God. And they were fucking super young. Remember, they were in their twenties. Yeah, they were both young. Yeah, twenty eight something. I don't know. It's pretty good. Suntory is a whiskey that I still drink that I think is fantastic. What you remember? Even though we might have known subconsciously, we didn't. Vote. We didn't know like that was that what same, that was. The and then thing. Kmart was over here one day, and he was like, "That's the whiskey from Lost in Translation." We're like, "Is it?" <laughs> and we looked it up. We're like, "Oh shit." Way to go, Kyle. You know your shit. <laughs> so, uh, we've talked, we talked about this on the Bill Murray episode and we talked about it on a couple other things, but like Sophia Coppola wasn't sure, sh- like she wrote the part specifically of Bill Murray and she didn't know if he was going to show up because Bill Murray's Bill Murray. Right. And he wasn't showing up, wasn't showing up. And they're like, go ahead and just start filming other shit and hopefully he shows up. And a week before he fucking came to Tokyo and showed up and started doing his part. Crazy. And, uh, she was freaking out about it, and Wes Anderson was just like, "Hey, told her he's a man of his word; he'll show up." Yeah, he's like, "He'll he he said he'd be here. Start start filming other shit. He'll fucking show up." And sure enough, he did. So crazy, which is badass because Wes Anderson is amazing. Nice. That's an episode that I actually like to go revisit. Like now that we kind of felt, found a little bit more structure, and go into it a little bit more. There's a few episodes in the old days I'd like to go and revisit and do them properly. Oh, plenty. I mean, yeah, we could always. So then we could have a spinoff, a so spinoff podcast. Or we could just redo them later on. But that's the other thing, too, is like, I we'll think that, not that anybody listens to this. I think we got like revisited. maybe five listeners, including the three of us, and CBS only listens to it to edit it. But like... So it doesn't even count on the tracker, because it's... Exactly, so... So that's better T. Brown listens to it. Yeah. Brown Brown used to listen to it. I don't think he does anymore. Because I said F, F Brown Brown too many times, and it hurt his feelings, so he quit listening. So... <laughs> He doesn't even know the code word how to get into the Red Oasis. Even though the last two have been a, a love shout out to him. Well, well, there you go. Guess you might just have to call him. Yeah, I guess you might have to. I'm gonna be. Nah, I'm good. I love Lost in Translation. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. So so good. Oh, the kiss at the end was improvised. Um, huh. she was only 17 when this film movie was filmed. And who? Scarlett Johansson. Okay. I, th- I thought she was in her 20s, but we're not talking about the director. We're talking about Johansson now. Johansson was 17 Dang. at the time of the filming. That's crazy. Yeah. The entire budget for this film was only $4 million, but it grossed $44.5 million in North America and $119.7 million worldwide. Oh, my God. That's that's pretty good. That's usually, yeah. that's usually Tyler's shtick, but um, <clears throat> he... Uh, He didn't say it. Usually he talks about the... I think it's just because he had to take a break. The cash? Well, yeah, break. cash money is usually his thing, though. That's true. That's a good point. Well, you beat him to the punch on it. I guess you're going to ask him if he has any idea what, uh, what the dollar amount is and really grilling for trivia when he gets back in here. All right. I'll say it again. Let's see why not. Did you know, Tyler? It's too far away. 
it takes longer for him to pee than us because he has to. He has got too much dribble because oh it's gosh. like the foreskin covers up the pee hole. <laughs> Man, what? Uh, okay. Like trying to pee through a turtleneck. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, I hear your words. Wait, Tyler. Did you know that the entire budget for this film was only four million dollars? Yes. Did you know that it grew? Made one hundred and twenty worldwide. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's usually your stick. You didn't say anything. I had it in my notes. Did you quit talking about it, or are you done? Are you ready to move on? No, I oh. just had to pee. Oh. Uh, I needed a a potty break. I'm gotcha. Sorry. What the uh, what the talk of the hour is, I guess. Yeah, that's like a that is a pretty high percentage of profit. It is pretty massive. You know, when Charlotte's reading riding on the subway and she looks down at the guy who's reading the comic. Okay. Well, the comic is Ghost in a Shell. Oh, that's crazy! Wow. Who she goes on to be? Nice. That's fucking yeah. crazy! I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's 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 good. I didn't catch that one. No, it took twenty seven days to film it. Thoughts in translation? Really? Only 27 days. Crazy. That's all I got. That's all the stuff I thought was interesting. Well, I'll be damned. I think Bill Murray's brilliant, and I love anything that he's ever done, so I... Did we say, like, I know we did in Bill Murray episode probably, but he, he still thinks this is his best yeah. role? Okay. It's his favorite role he's ever been done. Crazy. It's still the only one he's been nominated for, right? This was it? I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. It's a shame. Mm. Looking back, I'm like, Sean Penn's got pr- plenty plenty, and plenty of love over Didn't the Sean years. Penn like, what the fuck? fucking I Am Sam? I know he, he's won multiple, but I don't, know if but I don't think that was one of them. I Am Sam wasn't bad, though, but yeah, it was pretty. Maybe, I don't know. Good Do question. Is that the full retard Sam? one? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's good in it, though. It's, yeah. Mm. But yeah, he is full. He's he's full for sure. I think he's one for something else, but not that. Yeah, yeah I don't know the answer. Well, let's find out. I'll what else look. are we here for? You looking? Yeah. Some scene pen. I always liked his brother better anyway. Rest in peace. See, who's his brother? Chris Penn. Mm. He was awesome. One of my favorite '90s actors, man. He killed it. Yeah, he was one of the cops in True Romance. Like he, oh, he, he was in for, a lot of shit. We've had this. We ever. We always forget. He won for Milk. Milk. Uh, Duh. No, I just said I remember Harvey Milk. That. He there won. He. Oh, he only was nominated for I Am Sam. That makes sense. But Mystic River and Milk, he won for. Huh. All right. And he was oh, nominated yeah. Dead for Dead Man Walking. He was nominated for Sweet and Lowdown. Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. Yeah, he's been nominated five times and won two of them. Yep, I will agree that the only person that should have won anything for Mystic River was Tim Robbins for Supporting Actor. I agree with you. He was really fucking good in that. Yeah. That was a really good movie, don't get me wrong. I really liked the movie a lot. Clint Eastwood movie. Also, yeah, we talked about doing him today too, but there's a few that we need to watch. I've seen all the old westerns, but I don't think Tyler has. I've seen the westerns. There's just some other ones in there I haven't seen. So he's on. Add those to my downloads. See if I can find them. Sure. 
But I do feel like if we do Eastwood, there are different episodes. Actor versus director, different episodes. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Unless we want to do a five-hour episode, mm. which I don't think is a good idea. No. Now we're going to have to split some of these people into two episodes. For sure. Easy would be going to do that with because he's got a handful on both sides. Yep. Some of that's repetitive, but as far as... But a lot of the movies that he's in, he also directed. That's what I'm saying. There's some crossovers, but it's still a long list for both. But we could could do him in two parts. Yeah. If he throws producing in the mix... Nah. But, we can, but what we could do is we just do his whole filmography and start from the bottom and work our way up. And it's like to make a two part episode, act, actor and director, and then just do half and half. Sure, that'd be about the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, two two parts. Crossover doesn't matter. We'll just mention them both times. It's fine. Oops. Uh, what else? but there's what we did the Christmas two parter. That's what we did. That's we did, the two part yeah. we did. Yeah. No, wasn't that a three-parter? Maybe. Didn't we do three, like, the first year? Like, three Christmas episodes? No, we just did two. Part one and two. I looked at it today when I was looking to see if we'd done a... What's-his-face? Zemeckis or... uh, Zemeckis. uh, Zemeckis was another one we talked about the UNC in, Mm -hmm. but... uh, It was something else. I don't know. Is there a Christmas in July one? June. Uh, we did like the Christmas, half Christmas. We did the Christmas extravaganza part one and two. Okay. So we did two tiers. We did the second tier first. Didn't we do that twice in two years in a row though? No. Okay. I, I believe you. I don't. I just don't remember. Um. So after that, she did a White Stripes video. Um. Kevin Shields City Girls, another music video. I don't mm. know. I don't haven't even She's heard. Done of, a lot of music videos. Um. Void. Um, and then Marie Antoinette is next. Oh, they actually watch this at all. It's about a real person, right? Yeah, yeah. Three Tony of France is iconic but ill-fated queen Marie Antoinette from her betrothal marriage to Louis the Sixteenth at 15 years old. And she got murdered, right? Um, I think she died. Um, Wasn't she killed, like, on purpose? Yeah, like, the, it was the French Revolution, so the... Probably. The fall of her side. They like stormed, and I think they like tore, tore them apart. I'm pretty sure. I have to do some quick research. I don't. She's not, you know, like she's like a fancy queen kind of thing. But like she was just kind of whatever. She's the one that's like, let them eat cake. She's the one that said uh, that. Okay. Uh, that makes me more aware of who the person was. But as a thing, I still didn't watch this one. Yeah, I, I tried to look up trivia on this one. And there really wasn't much. And I remember not really liking the movie that much. Maybe because it's just not my bag. I don't know. Movies like that, I'm like, uh, I like historical movies, but I find myself drifting away from them when they're more geared towards, like, a queen. Not because I'm sexist, but because I just would rather watch some swords and sandals fighting than weird courtroom nonsense. Yeah, you know, like Man, it just gets boring yeah. to me real fast. Sure, more about the government, less about the action. Mm-hmm. Can I understand that. Maybe That's... Kirsten Dunst doesn't help either. Right? Cause I don't know. She can't shut her fucking. I like mouth. her in some stuff. Just some stuff. I'm like, ah. Uh. Not my bag. So her husband Louis the Sixteenth, when they had the, when the French Revolution occurred and they overthrew the government, um, 
King Louis the Sixteenth went on trial, convicted of treason, and condemned to death, and they drug him to the guillotine and executed. Um, the reign of terror that claimed tens of thousands of French lives, Marie Antoinette was put on trial for treason and theft, as well as a false and disturbing charge of sexual abuse against her own son. After the two-day trial, an all-male jury found Antoinette guilty on all charges. On the night before her execution, she had written her last letter to her sister-in-law, Elizabeth. I am calm, the queen wrote, as people are whose conscience is clear. Then in the moments before her execution, when the priest who was present told her to have courage, Marie Antoinette responded, courage? Like a question in the moment when... The moment when my ills are going to end is not the moment when the courage is going to fall me. And then she chopped right off with guillotine as well. I mean, they killed, they killed cool a final words, I would say. But sure, <laughs> it's kind of gangster. It doesn't necessarily make it like courage. Fuck you, pretty much. Damn. But you know, like the French monarchy, like fucking, like they'd been on war with England and then Prussia and Austria for so fucking long. And they were just taxing the fuck out of the people, and the people were just fucking sick of it, dude. And they overthrew the guard. They were like, nope, no fucking more. Because the people were starving. And she's like, well, if there's no, if there's no meat for the, for the people, let them eat cake. And that's what she fucking said. And they're like, what in the fuck are you talking about? She just like, it was just like, they were so fucking high up on their shit. They just got, they were so up their own asses. And that's kind of, to me, in my opinion, oh, I mean, I'm like the French. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But in my, <laughs> in my opinion, that's kind of where like the French or assholes thing kind of started. Is like that time period, which is like, um, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's another thing that may- like some other people could argue with me, but like I think as far as historically, me personally, like that's kind of like the French assholes kind of start came from that situation. But yeah, the fucking peasants were sick of a man, so you don't fu- don't rightfully fu- so you can't fuck with the working class for you can only fuck with them for so fucking long. A constant oppression would cost something like that. Crazy, huh? Does the movie go over the the touching of the sun? It was a false accusation. She didn't uh, really do it. Yeah, it a, I don't remember a, that, that part that, of it. That's what they said. It was a false. Like, was a that was just up. one of the false accusations yeah, to try and get her. Because I think the movie she was just she was like, just the wife of the king. So that, I mean, and she did have a lover, and she did have all this stuff. But all, a lot of those fucking royalty people did. Like they, sure. you know what I mean, they just whatever. But I think that ultimately they just were like, ah, we're fucking killing everybody, right? And so they, they just need another reason to do it. Chopped her fucking noggin off. Fake wig and all. Crazy fucking weave, man. Was. Yeah, I was gonna say I kind of remember the movie being pretty mild. Like it was PG thirteen. Like they wouldn't have that shit in there. No, I think they kind of focused on like the romanticism of it and like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. Another another one, obviously, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman was in, but doesn't he play her? Who does he play in this? Uh, oh, he plays the king, so he plays her husband, Louis. Yeah, yeah I thought he played the lover, but um. Who's kind of both played parts. by? I don't remember who the lover's played by. Hmm. Oh, uh, Sebastian Ar- Arnesto. I don't remember Tom Hardy in this. Oh, no, 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 Jamie Dornan. That guy played her fucking lover. Tom Hardy was that in guy. this shit? That guy plays the lover. Right. I think that was his, like, first movie, maybe. But Tom huh. Hardy is Where? in the cast. I'm like, what? Yeah, he's pro- he's a he's a noble person of some sort. Remote. Huh. Wow. Maybe I'll rewatch it just for that. Good shit, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad film. Yeah, I mean, it's it is, not it bad. is what it is. Like it's a it's a period piece. You know, sure. like it's uh, it's you know the insanity of the French Revolution was going on, and like I, the way I, you know, it's been a few years since I've watched it. So like like the rendition. 
now that I know so much more about the French Revolution, just having read a few books and stuff, like at the time I was like, I knew a little bit about it, but like I didn't really focus on that kind of shit as much. Sure. Um, I know more about like, you know, fucking ancient stuff like Romans and Greeks and things like that. But when it comes to the French shit, I was like, they were at war for so fucking long. England and France were at war against each other. And like, it was just a fucking nonstop thing for, for a fucking ever. Right. I mean, Jesus, who fucking cares? <laughs> at the time they did, but now it's too wow. many people, I guess. Guess. And it's like, who can fuck the most sisters and have the most inbred babies, basically, is kind of why it went. Cause they like, they all marry their cousins and their sisters. <laughs> not even, no, not, not rich real life. No, yeah. That's, the inbreeding was definitely a thing. And that's why they're all fucking idiots. And insane. Mm-hmm. So, good film. Um, and Dior, Miss Dior Shari is a, some band. That's a music video for sure. Somewhere. This one we both hadn't heard of. Slipped under the cracks somehow. Hmm. Which is a good cast. Because I like Steven Dorff. Like no, I want to watch it. Yeah, like... Chris Pontius? What the fuck? Yeah, I saw that too. That's funny. Yeah, I haven't seen this one. But yeah, so this one... After withdrawing to the Chateau Marmont, a passionless Hollywood actor re-examines his life when his 11-year-old daughter surprises him with a visit. And also, in the trivia, it says she wanted, she wrote this for Stephen Dorff. Which to me is like a little weird, because he's just not, never been like... He's not that guy. You know, yeah, like he's... No offense, but he's not like a guy I imagine a, mu- a movie being written for. Sure. You know? So that makes me want to watch it. Um, but also, he moved into that hotel during oh, really? all of filming just to like stay in character. So I'm like, that's kind of cool. That's pretty weird. I don't see him as the kind of guy to do that either. But... Maybe it's worth a watch. I'll have it on my phone. I think he gets a bad rap for being the fucking bad guy in the first Blade. But other than that, like, you know, he's done good shit, hasn't he? Cecil B. Demented. I like that movie. Yeah, Cecil B. Demented is good, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's not bad in Blade, but... God, he was in that. He's a... He's a weird... He's a weird dude. But he doesn't get... Oh, yeah, I don't think he gets... He's just done so many, like, B-movies and shit, you know, that it's like... Well, even even that movie, Cecil B. Demented, it's kind of a B-movie. It's good. Melly Griffith's in it. It's a it's a cool movie, but it yeah, I don't feel like it ever got huge following. I think it's more of a cult following thing for it. I think he was like he's like the poor man's Sean Patrick Flannery to me. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. And I think that's why he never blew up. Uh, maybe. You know what I did like him in though? Huh. He was in that fucking Deuces Wild movie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was good in that. I like that one. This as well. It was good. It was yeah. fun. Come, come shoot him up. Yeah. He's a, that was cool. He's in several Aerosmith videos. Really? <laughs> yeah. with, huh. with Silverstone? Yeah, he plays the boyfriend in the one where she jumps off the overpass. I remember that. I'll be damned. Yeah. Was that huh. crazy or was that... Uh, uh, which one was that? I just passed it. Crying, I think. Crying. Man. Crazy. Uh, crazy, crying. Yeah. I liked Aerosmith in the early 90s. Maybe mostly because my yeah, friends crying. did, but, yeah. And then he was also in, uh... Yeah. Yeah, oh, I Shot Andy Warhol. He was in that. I don't remember that, that movie. Hmm. 
delayed entropy quantum projects has to be amended. Oh, he was in Zoolander, but he played himself. Deuces <laughs> Wild was good. Um, that Fear.com, I remember that. That was a really shitty B horror yeah. movie. Yeah. Deuces Wild is the one movie I kind of remember liking him in, you know? I did like Deuces Wild. But I feel like he's done some other shit, and I'm not seeing it. It's a lot of B movies, dude. Yeah, you're right. It's really... Oh, he was in Public Enemies. Oh, yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of B, a lot of B shit. Not them, you know. Good for you, getting something. Sure. Yeah, that is a weird thing that she wrote that specifically for him. Maybe they were just really good homies. Maybe, maybe, maybe they had some coke benders together, or who knows? Possibly. She married some dude from some <laughs> nothing wrong with some that French band. She's this is who she's currently married to, but. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll watch it and see how it goes. Right. Sure. It'll be on my Plex soon. So, Bling Ring. I remember watching this and I was like, it's a real, based on true story. It's a cool story. I didn't like the movie very much. Well, it was, the movie was kind of like uneventful, but it's about a bunch of fucking like rich kids who start breaking into like getting online and like getting, like finding out, like basically following like they were actors like, and actresses like on social media. Finding, they were like, they were like, Somehow tapping into, like when navigation and maps first became a thing on phones more so. Okay. They were figuring out a way to see, like, where celebrities were and then follow them to their homes. And figure out where they And lived. then fucking rob them later. <laughs> Man. I, I have not seen this either, actually. All that description. It's a cool um, story, but it's like, it's kind of, yeah. you know, it is, I don't know. I didn't dig the movie that much. I think some of the... I think it was maybe miscast for me. Yeah, there was a bunch of unknowns, but really. But it was like... Mm. They, they went in and stole like they, like Orlando Bloom, Paris Hilton. They would go into people's houses and like... They, they took like 15 fucking like fancy Rolexes from Orlando Bloom. Like found his like safe and shit. And like ones that were like personalized and stuff. So like when they tried to huh. sell them on the... On the like, and, Nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah, so weird shit like that. Like, we can't fucking sell this. This is like a personalized watch. Like, it's gonna, everybody's gonna know who it fucking belongs to. But they like, I think at one point somebody stole Paris Hilton's dog. And that's what kind of, <laughs> that kind of, right? I remember that, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. they took the dog for a time being, and then like, that was like kind of, like, that's kind of what sent the whole down, thing down to spiral. Like, it just became a big fucking thing. That's crazy. But the movie's based on that, so. Huh, weird. Interesting. I mean, because of the story being true. Right. But. Oh, Emma Watson's in it. She, oh, yeah. She's and one, she actually. She's one of the big. Leslie Mann's in it. Emma Watson's Ooh. wallet was stolen during filming. Oh, really? Yep. Gavin Rosdale's like the singer Bush. He's like. The shitty fucking gangster guy that they try to unload some of, like, like, like the watches and stuff they try yeah, to unload. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, they try to unload it, and he, like, has this really, I think he has, like, a crazy mustache or I something. I actually think that <laughs> he should dirty. fucking act more. Yeah, he was good in this, actually. And I was pretty impressed with him. Yeah. Like, he he's kind of huh. scumbaggy, like, he'd be a good villain in Because he was in, uh, what else was he in? He was in that band Bush. That's where that started, huh? yeah. Yeah, I really like Bush. <laughs> Did we talk about? They had a new album come out like 
almost two weeks ago. Did you guys really? know that? Did not. No idea. Yeah. Good for him. I listened to it. It's not bad. I like half of it. There's a lot of it about how he hates fucking that yokel that his wife married. I I was going to say I fucking hope so, but I don't remember hearing anything about it. Shelton, right? Yeah, Blake Shelton. Yeah, I don't remember hearing that name, but. The new Dixie Chicks album was like all about like how the dude that played Peter, or uh, not Nathan Petrelli in the Hero Show, like cheated on her. And, like, bang some slut on her boat or something. Right. So, like, whole album's about that. And it's actually a really good album, but it's, like, every song's fucking about it. So, maybe this song's every song's about, like, how my fucking hot wife quit having sex with me to fucking bang up Blake Shelton. So, I started banging the nanny. That's that's what actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But the nanny looked just like a young version of Gwen Stefani. It's like, why the fuck would you hire a nanny that looked just like Gwen Stefani? I feel like I remember talking about this. We have we have talked about it, but yeah. it's 100% true. That's so weird. Well, I mean, Rossdale wins, right? So, I mean, if they just thought his nanny, then yeah. yeah Even just, if he's not with the nanny, I'm sure he's with whoever yeah, the fuck he's wants. attractive. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um. So I think maybe it's not a movie, but... So the funny thing is, is, like, because at this point, it's fucking hilarious, and, like, this is a different kind of podcast, but we're we're redoing 40 minutes of fucking footage. We, we've, we've done this podcast already from this point on, all the way till the end, and finished it, but maybe this is our second chance. Maybe it'll be better this time. Be like what we're talking about, Bernie. Because, like, at the, end. the recorder didn't start recording, so we're redoing it. So we'll see how it goes. But anyway, we were talking about Bling Ring. Bling Ring was fucking fantastic. And Gavin Rosdale was actually, his acting in it was really, really good. And that's the, one of the highlights of the film. The film's decent. Like, I mean, there was, it's based on a true story. It's crazy shit. Like, they were breaking into, like, Paris Hilton's house and stuff. Cause, like, some GPS maps thing, but through MySpace or something, they were, like, finding out their, like, their, uh, their statuses too. Could have had something to do with the cloud, too. The cloud fucking no, I think fucked a lot of had, people over. It had something to do with their status, and then they'd find out where they were, and they'd follow them home, right? Geocodes. And then, Geocodes, like, for sure. And so they'd go, and they'd kind of hang out, and then, like, they'd see how they get in their houses, and they like, basically, like, literally, like, keys left under the mat kind of shit, and they'd go into their houses and try on their clothes, and they stole a bunch of fucking, uh... Legolas's fucking watches and shit, and like Gavin Rossdale plays the gangster. They say, "I can unload this shit." What the fuck? This is like his literally like personalized stuff. Right. Uh, so then, like, like, um, I think the the thing that really tipped off and changed things drastically is like one of them stole Paris Hilton's little Chihuahua. Right. We were and that, about that and well, we talked about it earlier. We all know how record, that goes. <laughs> that didn't record. But no, that part was recorded. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. I'm pretty positive it was, but that's all right. Um. So anyway. So that was kind of what tipped them all off, but um, Gavin Rosdale's like part is like that that British gangster thing. The fact that he hasn't been in a fucking Guy Ritchie film weirds me out. That's a good point. So I do think he should act more. I do, I do as well. So Gavin, if you're listening to this, I'm gonna tag the fuck out of him when we do post this <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey man, you should act more because you're fucking good. Right. What are you saying? I, I, you were pretty sure you remembered him from Burn Notice, but I don't. Burn Notice yeah, he's, episode, yeah. yeah, it must be that, because I watched that series a couple well, times. But we looked at, the, he was in a couple other things, too, that uh, he was in, what was the thing that he was in that we were like, oh, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't remember. Did you were looking at that before? I don't, yeah, I don't remember what it was. Um... 
Sling Ring, Wipeout, Baplicity. Uh, he was in Constantine, obviously. Yeah, it wasn't that. That Little Black Book movie. movie that with was, oh, yeah. Little with Black that, Book, yeah. With What's-Her-Face uh, that died. Murphy. 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 Yeah, that was the one we were all like, oh, yeah. I forgot so all about that. In that. But also he was in a couple of things, so. But to be on that. I feel like musicians make good actors pretty regularly. Sometimes. It depends like Cher was great. She I think I like her better as an actress than a singer. Dolly we, also, Par- we also mentioned that about Machine Gun Kelly. We all agree on that. Machine Gun Kelly. I think Dolly Parton is a really good actress and a musician. I like her on both ends. I think Dolly Parton's fantastic. I've seen her. Um, Miley Cyrus is good in the night before. It's not really acting though. She's just being herself. Kind of was acting though. I think she'd be a good actress. Maybe. She was, she was in the Miley Cyrus TV, this TV show where she was Hannah Montana for, um, oh, that's true. Yeah, all she, of her kid years. So, yeah. But speaking so it of, makes sense. But speaking of that, we got, uh, two, you know, Bill Murray is awesome. A very, and, very, very... And Christmas... Is that the next one? The Murray Christmas. Is awesome. Very Murray Christmas, okay. So you got two of the greatest things together, and like, uh, throwback to the Christmas time, like a variety show, basically. It's kind right. Of, but it's like done the Bill Murray style, and Sofia Coppola directed it, Bill Murray and her wrote it, along with um, Mitch Glazer, who wrote, I don't know, fuck... He wrote that movie, The Recruit, and he helped write Scrooged and helped write Lost in Translation and Casbah. So he's, oh, he's, so he's friends with Bill Murray. So he's yeah, worked yeah. with Bill, Bill a lot. So, um, the three of them together put it together. Um, there's some really cool shit that we talked about. So trying to remember those things, but number one. Well, he had never, he's never watched it. He's himself. never seen it because he yeah. doesn't want Netflix. So I'm going to give him my, <laughs> my Plex access. Yeah. If we can get his email address, or if we could get if I imagine if we could get the eight hundred number and save you and leave a hundred thousand messages, just leave one. Just leave one and be like, "Yeah, here's the information, we, bro." What if we did one as a barbershop quartet, just like saying to him? <laughs> I think he'd be into that. <laughs> maybe. And if we just offer free tequila as well, maybe. Does he like tequila? Yeah. Okay. Maybe if we cook for him, offer to cook for him. Um. I don't know. So, um, George Clooney and Bill Murray do Santa Claus Wants Some Lovin' in this movie. Okay. And, um, originally it was supposed to be Rick Ross, the rapper Rick Ross that was supposed to perform. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Again. Yeah, yeah, I know. Again, we were talking about you don't have that. To, you don't have and to keep one of my, you I forgot, I forgot about that. Rick Ross part's pretty so, funny. Again, one of my childhood that's why friends I, looks like a white Rick Ross. Right. <laughs> Almost uncanny. Um, the chefs in this film are the band Phoenix, and that's um, Sofia Coppola's hus- current husband is the singer for the band Phoenix. Right. Um, I like Phoenix. This is the second time Sofia Coppola and Bill Murray work together. Um, what else do they have on this one? Oh, Bill calls himself the King of Christmas in this, which his brother John Murray's character calls him at the end of Scrooged. Right. I'm watching the TV show. My brother, King of Christmas. And Miley Cyrus's version of Silent Night was a last-minute edition, which was actually really good. So I'm glad they put that in there. I'm going to have to watch that thing at some point. I haven't seen any of it. It's really so. fuck. It's, it's 
it's wacky and weird, but it's fucking good. And it's Bill Murray, and it's Christmas, and it's fun. Yeah. I think the first time I watched it, I expected it to be like... Maybe not a movie, but something like that, and it's not at all. It's not. It's, it's a, like it's a variety show. It's like yeah, really, yeah. It's like it's cool. It weirded me out, but I'm like, okay. I mean, it's Bill Murray and Christmas. Did you say it's like an hour long? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not super long, but that's cool. And this is actually the third collaboration between George Clooney and Bill Murray, which again. Last time we talked about this 45 minutes ago, but I want to talk about it again. Yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox. But do you guys remember the other ones? Man, I know I know it now because I keep it before. <laughs> it's the one where the museum, no, where the guy's thing, the, something's men. The Monuments Men. There you go. Monuments Men. The one about saving the paintings from World War II. John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. Good movie. Tyler, not so. I like the men who stare at goats better. Which, right. which they're like totally different movies. But. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. I know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that movie again. And like, it just, it, that's one of those situations that reaffirms that I should shave into a mustache for a certain amount of time just because George Clooney in The Minister of Goats has a sweet mustache. That's funny. Uh, Maybe do it not handlebar, just mustache. I'm going to do like the, the, the full on all the way downhill. No, nah, don't do that. Why? Mm. Who has one of those? I don't care who has one. Nobody. Seamus the Wrestler. What the fuck does that matter? Seamus the Wrestler. We know people who have just the regular fucking mustache. So? It's classic. I don't want to copy that. Classic look. I don't want to copy that. (laughs) Uh, Funny. Classic look. Sure. So, dogs are stupid. (laughs) They have smaller brains than we do. Mm. Just so you know. That shouldn't matter. And they can't speak English or any language. They can speak. They understand what I'm fucking saying. They can't speak. They understand what I'm saying. So where are we at? Oh, yeah, we're doing Sophia Coppola tonight. Right. So her first movie, The Virgin Suicide, is... Oh, don't go back that far. Pretty solid. I like it. Just in case. Let's start <laughs> Let's start from there, just in case. I guarantee that's there. <laughs> all the way to the blame. Let's right. inception it and go, like, all over the place. Good no. I don't know. I don't know. We should do a podcast like that sometime. We though. already did. It was the one with they the Lost on. Highway. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. We should do it more, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man. Okay, it's a Christmas movie. People watch it. It's Netflix. You can't rush us through it. No, we're, we're already there. Yeah, no. I know we were, but you can't rush us through it the second time. we got to do it the proper way. Okay, then go on. I think there were some stories about... Tyler was blackfacing one of his friends. What was that about? No, I was talking about how one of my <laughs> high school friends looks like the white Rick Ross. I'm just kidding. And if he blackfaced it and dyed his beard, it'd be pretty uncanny. Are that's you sure that's said. where we ended? Was right there? Yes, positive. 100%. 100%. Me too. Nice. High five. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. If not, it'll just sound wacky. It's all good. We can just move forward like normal. It'll be fine. So The Beguiled is... um. A film that it's basically a another period piece. Yeah, another period piece of the uh, wounded Union soldier um, stumbles upon a s- girls' school in Virginia, and it leads to a bunch of jealousy and betrayal because, like, they're like, "Ooh, a man! He's here! Ooh, he's giving Who, us a Who's pitch. the name? Who's the guy? Colin Farrell. Okay, um, he plays Corporal Bick Burney, and uh, 
Al Fanning, Kirsten Dunst, Nicole Kidman, Una Lawrence. Um, is this supposed to be based on some real too, or is it just history piece? I think it's. I think this is just a period piece. I don't think it's based on anything. Okay. So Farrell has actually said this is his favorite shoot in his career, praising his co-stars and director to be surrounded by talented, decent, smart, insightful, creative, and serious women. I was spoiled by Sofia Coppola, who set a particular mood of comfort, ease, and trust. It allows you, as an actor, to play and explore. So, for him to say that was his favorite shoot, pretty high praise. It's based off a novel by Thomas Cullinan, um, a guy that was born in 1919. Oh, my God. Um, he, he wrote The Beguiled. Um, when he was 15? I have no idea, but 1919, that's, yeah, that's a minute back. God. Um, fuck. Yeah, IMDb doesn't do a good job of telling you, like, what I think people did when they were just writers of books. Right. So, he was a writer and it was based off a book, and she's the one that adapted the screenplay, Sophia Coppola did, from a book. Okay. So. Um, Is there an IBDB? IMDb? IBDB. Yeah. Internet book? I don't know. Thomas Cullinan. That's a good question. So, this Internet is Internet book? Database. Give me a second, I'll tell you. Sweet. Thomas Cole. Cullinan. Wasn't uh, that article you were talking about saying that, that whenever uh, Colin after he did this, that he, he decided he liked doing movies better when he wasn't the main star? Yeah, he's like, he, he said that like once he wasn't the top billed actor anymore. He actually enjoyed being an actor more after that because then he didn't have the pressure and he could just be what he wanted to be and like what he was written to be and then like even so smaller parts he really just like thrives in that stuff. So Jay's doing better. That's cool. But again, we talked to, like when we were talking about that. I I didn't realize that the new Guy Ritchie was out, so I haven't seen it yet. I know that you haven't either, but Tyler. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler was scorned both of us that it was out. So so I'm a plex. Watched it, it twice, gentlemen. The gentleman, right? So. Yeah. This guy wrote books called the, the Bedeviled, The Besieged, The Beguiled, The Eighth Sacrament, and Mrs. Lincoln. He wrote um, quite a they few things. They all sound pretty gangster. Damn. He's an American novelist and playwright, as well as a writer for television, weirdly. Huh. But The Beguiled is his most famous thing, so she adapted that. Um, somebody was born in Cleveland in 1919, and he made it all the way till to 75 years old. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Especially in Cleveland. The guy lived through the Spanish <laughs> flu. He lived through World War One and Two. He lived through the That's crazy. Korean War, the Vietnam War. Yeah. Cold War. How about Corona? AIDS. At this point, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> he died in... Oh, I don't remember when he died. It's not showing me now. Well, you said he was, how, he was 70 years old? He was born in 1919? It's like 89. 76. Oh, so I'm far than that, then. Anyway, he died before Corona, thankfully. Right. Good for him. <laughs> Lucky bastard. Right? Lucky. Cash just ticket early. Freaking crazy. But I do like Colin Farrell a lot. Like, I do... I think when he is in that main role, like, in that movie, like, the... The Recruit. Oh, some, yeah. Some of those Without Pacino? Yeah, like, those movies are a little, like, I don't know. A little wig. Like, uh, In Bruges, I thought was fucking great. 
Um, Seven Psychopaths, I thought was fucking great. Um, I didn't see. Or Ar- same director. Yeah, I didn't see Artemis Fowl. SWAT was like, I I liked SWAT for what it was. Sure, it was cheesy, but that's I all liked. you can like it for. But but I liked it. It's kind of like it's fun. Yeah, you know, I don't know. When mm-hmm. it's a, when it's a remake of an old TV show, I think Chips was better. It's a different kind of thing, though. No, it's not. Not at all. Mm. It's a remake of an old TV show. I guess, okay. Mm. But SWAT was serious and Chips was funny. Right. But Chips, the TV show, wasn't funny. The TV show was like procedural cop stuff. And what's his name? Having a suave smile and looking pretty when he drove around. There you go. So. I just think Dak Shepard made a great fucking film and it gets underrated. I do like that one, even though I don't like Dax. But I also like... Uh, it's weird that you like a lot of oh, things that, that Dax is name? in. Michael Pena. Michael Which, Pena, yeah. The thing like is, him. like, you like a lot of things Dax is in, but you don't like Dax for some yeah, reason. Yeah, don't like him. Why don't you like him? I think I only like two things he's in. The third was really good, and I, I don't. And I like Chip, surprisingly. I think that's it, though. Is there something else he's in that I like? I guess I can't remember. Uh, Those are the only two that come to mind. Punked? I didn't like Punked. Really? Yeah. Okay. Not that that hit and run movie with Chris, uh, Chris Kristen Bell is really good. I don't know if I've seen that. Really? It's the, no, I don't think I've seen that. I like Dax. I don't mind his podcast either. It's pretty Idi- good. Him and Idiocracy is fucking fantastic. Oh, God. It's the fucking idiot. Like, the yeah, biggest well, idiot there. It's there, amazing. There you go. El Camino. Yo, he's, can he's we go to Starbucks? Oh, this is no time for a hand job. What? what, <laughs> what? <laughs> That'd be a good uh, one to do, Mike Judge. Mike do Judge. a Mike Judge Mike one Judge soon. As long as we talk about Beavis and Butthead. Sure. Well, the Beavis, they're rebooting they Beavis and Butthead. Oh, are they? Yeah. Did you guys yeah, rebooting no, Beavis and Butthead? No, we we talked about that. Did we? Did we? Well, they made a a season eight, which was only eight episodes, and it was great. So, so then, why wouldn't they but fucking do it? But there's a new new like a new one coming out. Yeah, there should be. That's cool. I mean, they're yeah. making instead of making fun of music videos, they're making fun of Jersey Shore and Sixteen and Pregnant. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. Why good. would they not fucking yeah, that's true. bring it back? You know, that's good he was so much more shit to make fun of now. He was in This Is Where I Leave You, Zach Braff and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, okay. Jason Bateman. No, Jack Braff's not in it. Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Jane Fonda, Adam Driver, um, Rose Bar- Byron. Super fucking good movie. Huh, right. Jason Bateman murders. I love that guy. We should do him soon. Bateman, he's great. Um, Have you watched all of Ozark? No. Then you need to watch all that before you do it, because he's fucking dope in it. Is he? It's cool. All the way to season three, you gotta watch all of it. Jesus. Before... We do a Bateman episode. Mm-hmm. Just I watched just a couple fair. episodes at your house. I'm just like not really into it. No, it gets so much better. <sighs> okay. And he gets so much better. If he doesn't win a fucking like Grammy for that shit or Golden Globe for that shit every single season, I'd be surprised. Anyway, I think but. Dax is fantastic. So it's see. Fine. But then also, I, I, I've been listening to that Fake Doctor's Real Friends podcast with, uh... uh oh, Turk and, uh, JD? Yeah. And, like... Names I can't remember. So, so, um... Zach Braff's... He, the, he gets mistaken for the guy that was... He gets mistaken for Dax. In an episode or in real life? Just in real life, they say they look alike. And then he also... The guy that played Ed... 
Um, it was a TV show. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Tom Cavanaugh. Okay. Like, they all look alike, so they all get kind of confused for each <laughs> other, but they've all, like, kind of done good with their own ways and different things, you know, like, and, uh. That's funny. But I, I never really, I never really realized that they're like, oh yeah, he does kind of look like that, but like, I wish they'd make a movie together with the three of them, like, as all brothers, because they, they do look so much fucking alike. That's gotta be, be cool. really fucking yeah. good, so. I like that. The but I, I remember Zach Braff was on, like, Dax's podcast, and I was just like, holy shit, like, yeah, they do look a lot alike, but it's pretty funny because I think Zach Braff's fantastic. I think yeah. Garden State's a, a beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, he's he's, he's awesome. He's, he's done some newer shit, too, though, like some really famous fucking actors. Um, really? He's got one com- na- coming out now with, like, Morgan Freeman and... Uh, Captain just fucking shit up. What else is he? This is going to be annoying. It's called Director Upcoming Projects. It's called Bump, I think. Is that right? Mm, no idea. Um. Oh, but he, he directed Going in Style. That one with uh, Alan Arkin. The old man Robin Banks. Michael Caine, Matt Dillon. Oh, okay. He directed that one. Yeah. So, I didn't realize that. He's got a new one coming out with uh, Robert De Niro and shit. Is in ends. That's a bunch of. But and then he directed to Wish I Was Wish I Was Here. Yeah, that was good. You like that? Yeah. I was worried that you liked that. One of like his the mom dies right. Yeah. Had Mandy, what's his name in it? Inigo Montoya was the fucking dad. Right. No, a different film. No. Pretty sure Zach Braff plays the dad. No, like the his dad. Oh, was Inigo Montoya? Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mandy Patton. There you there go. You go. See, I don't remember his name at all. That's You're Inigo right. Montoya. You're right. <laughs> awesome. But they have to guard state, which is fucking beautiful. Anyway, um, so that Colin Farrell connected to Zach Braff somehow. <laughs> they all connect to each other somehow. So, so that somehow. that film, um, she got again. When we talk about her awards, she was only the second female to ever get nominated for um, a Kane's um, best director at Kane's Film Festival for this film. So no can con con okay con 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 nice con one wrong two wrong three. I think I'm mostly right. Con! Con! Is that how they're supposed to say it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sure. Okay, whatever. I do like the way you say it like the Star Trek movie. Gone! There you go. Good stuff. No, it's... Gone! More like that. You gotta raise the fist, too. That's the whole thing. So, her upcoming is a film that we... Are all stoked on. Oh, yeah. How could you not be? On the Rocks. A young mother who reconnects with her larger than life Playboy father on an adventure through New York. And who is acting in this, Tyler? Rashida Jones is the young mother, and Bill Murray is the Playboy father. Super stoked on it. 
Bill Murray's going to win his fucking Oscar. Maybe. That's what we're hoping for. I mean, considering that he was nominated for Lost in Translation, and this is like, a, it's not the same kind of movie, I'm sure, but it's the same people behind the movie, so like, that's, if that's in the indicator at all, I, I think you have a good, cho- good chance. I mean, that's awesome. I think as long as, Whew. you know, you can only, you gotta limit the comedy. Right. Um, with the name itself, I guess it is a reek of comedy. If it's dark comedy, I think it'll be get away with it. I yeah. think the name. It's awesome. I think the name sounds like it's going to be a dark comedy. So as long as it is like that, like. Right. I mean, Murray's got to get one. He's got to get one. I definitely hope so. At what point is he just going to, I mean, I know we talked about it a million times, but like. Like, it took Leo a bazillion fucking films to finally get his, his due. And, right. again, CBS hates Leo, so he doesn't think he deserves anything except for a punch to the dick, which I think is weird. <laughs> he's a brilliant human being. Oh, man. And almost everything he's done has been amazing. But, like... This Gilbert Grape. That's all. You, you probably haven't even watched that whole movie all the way through. I did, surprisingly enough. Johnny Depp was good in that movie, too. He was. They were both good in it. But, uh... Yeah, good film. I definitely hope that, if nothing else, just from the style of it, the titling does sound like a black comedy. And if that's the dark case, dark comedy, dark comedy. Sorry. We're not talking about Tyler Perry, right? Black comedy, D- dark comedy, dark comedy. And like, Lawson's translation isn't necessarily. I mean, it's not a comedy, but not it's pretty dramatic. It is. It's just a straight drama. So I don't know. I guess depending how it lands, I think it's a good chance for him. That's awesome. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, worst comes to worst, we have a really good movie to watch. And worst for worse, we had some comedy gold in the last time we did this 40 minutes, so <laughs> this is definitely the silver medal version. For sure. We feel like last time we had some gold in there. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I think at one point we were all laughing so hard we were, like, pissing ourselves. That's not really true. Yeah. What happened happened. CBS right. It's in the past. You don't CBS properly. Now we're in the future. When he so sees, when he sees Eeyore. That's true. I do think that's funny. He's like, that's me floating down the river. Kind of, yeah. Sad day. The only difference is he doesn't have a diamond dew in his hand. That's true. And I know how to swim. <laughs> he does have a sweet bow in his tail, though. If he has his tail. If you had your tail, would you have a bow? See, I'm the tigger oh. in that situation. Sure. Tigger's fun, too. Who are you? I feel like I'm more Tigger. I- I'm Tigger. The only ladies, the only ladies, Piglet and Pooh. I guess I'm Christopher Robin, then. Mm, that was another option. So who's Piglet and Pooh? Well, you got the two dogs. There's no dogs. No, Lucy but and Robin. there is. Oh. Lucy and Robin, focus. Lucy and no, Robin. No, just, just of us three. Because I'm not Owl. Nobody's Owl. Owl's boring. And rabbit. Nobody's neurotic like rabbit. Isn't Al kind of like meticulous about numbers? So wouldn't that be Connor? I guess I guess Connor could be Al. Could kind of be Al. Kind of. Rabbit is neurotic. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody that fits rabbit, really. We don't really have neurotic friends. Oh, we do. There's not like that. Show. Not crazy. Right. I got some Christopher Rob then. <laughs> I mean, you're not Kanga, you're not Rue. I actually kind of feel like that you're more Pooh. If I'm more Custom Robin, you're my Pooh. If Tyler's my Tigger, you're my Pooh. 
I guess that's probably... Oh, you're definitely Eeyore, for sure. Maybe, I don't know. The only Kanga I can think of would be, like... Maybe I'm that Tigger. Nah, you're a Tigger. For sure. Yeah. Some Tigger qualities. I think Abby would be... Would, would be a Kanga. I don't know who makes Rue then, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh... No, because Skip's not neurotic. No. So he wouldn't be a rabbit. None of them are really like a... He's kind of a bull in China closet, but I that's not I the guess, same I thing. I guess Skip would be my poo. Maybe, yeah. There you go. Makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. So Skip's poo. There we go. <laughs> we figured it out. It's not the right way to say that, but yeah, there you go. Figured it out. He's coming down in a couple of weeks. He's going to actually like stay for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and he's staying at the house like literally right around the corner. That's funny. Airbnb with the fam, so he's gonna do like a big party. He's told me to tell you guys, <laughs> man. Oh yeah, yes, the one on with gu- the family. It's yeah, well, it's just his two kids and his wife, and they're fuck. Like I get drunk with them all the time on there. So um, so on Gunnison, the house that tree, so the, the house- first day I'm gonna avoid any contact, and the second day I'm just gonna show up there like why avoid contact? Looking like shit. <laughs> it's, huh? all, it's all set up for a trick. Why? No, like, I want to go, like, unassociated with you. Why? And just show up there. Why? I took that Monday off specifically to hang out for all of it. No, just to make a fool of myself. <laughs> and then his family will be like, who is this? No. Because <laughs> Christy's met you because she came to your house. She, so she doesn't remember Yes, me. she does. She was sober. Uh, I don't know. She was sober. Christy remembers. She's a CrossFitter. They remember everything. All right. Well, they I remember can, how awesome they are and how awesome CrossFit is. I cannot cut my awesome hair or my beard. And then She just knows like, who the fuck you are. Not wear glasses. She's met you multiple times. I think only the one. Nah, she's met you multiple times. Pretty sure you guys went to a concert at the Mesa Theater one time. I think that's true. I don't think TF was there. Was he not? No. No, I, don't, I went with Skip, Christy, and then Kyle, our buddy. Oh. And then Abby, okay. it was Abby's birthday, and Abby showed up, and she cried, and I let her FaceTime around on my phone because her phone died. Yeah, I wasn't there that night. Well, there you go. And then she got real drunk, and we all went back to Abby's house for a minute. <laughs> I met Pearl. And I fell in love because I think Pearl's the most darling cat of all time. She's okay. No, she's awesome. But I think she's awesome because I'm a cat whisperer. Sure. And, but then other people are like, that cat's kind of a fucking dick. I was like, she's amazing. <laughs> and I clipped her nails. And I, I got like, pictures of both those cats. There you go. Emmett's pretty rad. Yeah, they is, both are. Is that, is that, no, Marty. Marty's the other one. Emmett's the dog. Emmett's the dog. That yeah, dog's fuck dumb. that dog. That dog's dumb but, as shit for sure. Yeah. So it goes in or- if it has to go in order, it goes Ryan, and then Pearl, and then Abby, <laughs> the- and then Marty. How you, li- how you like and- them? And then oh Jelly, and then Emmett. That's my order of their <laughs> th- that family. I kind of like Jelly. Better than what? Better than all of them. Really? Better than Ryan? <laughs> oh, man. She's a fucking pirate, dude. Better than Ryan? Yeah. Sorry, I, Ryan. I have to disagree with you. <laughs> God. He's a pirate. Oh, that's funny. So is Ryan. Dude, the fucking, the one eye is like badass. They don't, they won't hot glue an eye patcher on her eye. 
You just put the hot glue on, let it almost cool down, and stick it on there, and then it's just there, and they won't know the difference. It's just a thing on their face. She's they don't still know. A pirate, anyway. And then it's just like a you fucking eye patch. That's what I would do if one of my pirate. dogs or cats loses an eye. They're getting a fucking hot glue eye patch on their fucking face. Pretty that's sure like, that's humane to say. No, yeah, do not I let say it cool, that no, again. I let it cool down just enough, and then you put it on there, and their fucking shit's sealed over. They're not going to feel it. There's, you, not, there's nothing there anymore. I assume they'll know something's on there and they'll try to get it off. No. They won't fucking hair. know. Pretty, no. pretty sure they'll know. No. Okay. Yeah, you keep telling me what you think that I'm is. I'm pretty sure they'll know. You want to make a bet? I mean, I don't want you to glue anything on anybody, so no. I 100% can get it. I'm going to... Captain, come here. You put a piece of tape on them and they... Let me pluck out one of your eyes. Come here. Don't do that. It's ridiculous. He's like, I'll fucking pee in your mouth. (laughs) This isn't Kill Bill 2, bro. You can't do that. Right? I won't. I'm saying they they need to put an eye patch on her to make her way cooler. (laughs) I don't dislike Jelly. She's just kind of boring. I like her as is. I think... I mean, she's way better than Emmett. Emmett kind of sucks. She's just kind of a doofus. True. It's not his fault. He's just a doofus. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of like why you hate Robin, CBS. You just, you think, <laughs> see? God, I don't hate him. You he love him, but you just don't like him. Always with his mouth and yeah. his tongue everywhere. Gah. But again, stop. but again, Ryan's at the top. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a. Then Pearl. Your hierarchies. Then Abby. Okay. Sorry, I think Pearl's fantastic. I don't remember She's a little plump calico butt face. I think she's great. Yeah. Other than just Ryan and Abby, that's as far as I've gone meeting-wise. So I have less of a picture of that group. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I don't. Yeah, never met any of the animals. So, that's what we got, right? Hopefully Bill Murray gets an Oscar for this shit. Definitely hope we did talk about better. we did talk about the potentiality of Oscars because of like films coming out this year as opposed to next year. Oh, blah, yeah. blah. But weirdly, like there's not much has come out this year, so we don't fucking know. Right. And then we do still have half the year left. But again, where are they going to be released? How are they going to be released? What are they going to do? Because they, they, you know, besides the fucking uh, the Irishman, they kind of like looked at fucking like Netflix and like streaming. Releases is fucking garbage, but like the fucking academy is gonna have to look at that some way, right? And be like, hey, this is how film has had to be released, right? Well, at this point, like like I said, there's half the year left, and with all the different which films poised to go, as small amount of shit has come out, either it's a really small casting net, or you allow digital movies that were that went digital direct instead, and not maybe like Netflix straight. But like the ones that did like what Trolls did, they're like, hey, buy us for 20 bucks, it's, we're not on a streaming service. And that cast, I might say, might be I mean, felt different We about. might have to look into that as an episode, which, like Tyler said, it would take about an hour to do the research, because it's like pretty simple, but we have to really, really look dive into that. But right. again, it's going to be hard, because there's like, there's not that many good, there's not that many movies in general right. that have been released. There's not, not enough, many. man, they... They're going to have to dumb down their numbers or wait until the, the full next year. Yeah. Which, know? which again, if you're going to do, if you're going to do two full years, then like there's going to be an asterisk though. Cause then there's going to be like right. such a jogging of fucking shit. And like it's going to be such, and then people are going to be like, well, if I have to do that, I'm going to wait till 2022 then. So right. that's, everything's just going to get pushed and it's going to be like well, a big clusterfuck. 2021 right now, just with the movies that in theory are supposed to release then, let's just say that. They actually do release, and there's some cure that goes away or whatever is better. Let's say January. 
the roster for films coming out in 2021 is just ridiculous. Right. Because you have everything that was already scheduled, and you have everything that's moved to that year. I think right now, 2023 is looking pretty good. Yeah? That's what I think. Yeah. Not like movie-wise, just right. like in general. I'm just thinking 2023, those murder horns will be in charge by then. Fuck it. We'll be, we'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the murder hornets flying their UFOs, fucking ruling the world. We'll be good to go by that point, you know. Ask Tom DeLong about it, and maybe, maybe I guess the murder hornets we kind of forgot about because we figured out that uh, praying mantises just killed the shit out of them, and Venus flytraps, <laughs> right? And honeybees like like pull all their bodies together and rub like vibrate to a certain like degree, like certain frequency, and they they increase their body temperature. And, like, the bees can handle the higher temperature, but the hornets can't, so they suffocate them with the temperature. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, but only but only bees in Japan have learned that, so they... But weirdly, no, most of the time when something happens with bees in fucking Japan, they also happens in America. Like, they kind of, like, this con- transcontinental... Hive mind style? Hive, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's too far away. No, it's mm-hmm. not. Hollow Earth, bro. That's not far away at all. The hollow moon? Hollow That's a different thing, too. No, hollow Earth means nothing. <laughs> That's not a thing. That has nothing to do with high minds. You can't just be like, Blue Saturns! Well, if you're sending the signal through the Earth and it's hollow inside, there's nothing to Are there rings there. around Uranus? Sometimes if I sit for too long. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Sometimes I just like, sometimes I really get into a book I'm reading, I'm like, and then the next thing I'm like, oh shit, and I get it. I'm like, ah, I was like, I'm like, oh, ugh. nice rip. It's there for a while. Mm. It was just a ring that was like my butt, my skin. Was <laughs> Your con- turd cutter was not fucking processing fast enough. No, my 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 skin was connected to the toilet seat for too long. Right. And your stink wrinkle was not I was doing seeing, I was see- So I was thinking about this the other day. So I was like, I was listening to like, poop talk has been on multiple podcasts, like multiple, multiple, multiple podcasts lately. What? Like poop talk. So there's, there was a poop talk, like Burt Kreischer was talking to Tom Segura about how he was on tour he did that like like that hot summer nights tour and then like the movie the drive-in movie theater tour thing that he did and he was just like he was in they were they were at a campsite with the bus and he walked to the bathroom and he was like taking in morning shit and then like he realized there was no toilet paper and he's like well fuck and he looked over the the sink was right next to him but there was no toilet paper so he's like what do i do do i like text somebody to bring me toilet paper you put your ass in the sink so what he does is he like he, he Dips his finger in the water and then dips, his, wipes it with his finger, puts it in the sink. That would have been my first move. Finger, and he's like, weirdly, I had a really clean poop, so it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like everything cleaned up really, really, really good. But then, a, like a little bit later, he's like, I'm gonna do that again. That worked real well. But this time, it wasn't a clean poop. <laughs> and the first scoop was like, oh, oh, and it was just like a whole finger full. <laughs> and then that was really funny. So then I was just like. That's that made me laugh really hard because those two together are ridiculous. But so, so as far as poop talk goes, here's my question. So like, I've been on. T- I I used to be when I was younger. I remember this. I when I was younger, I fucking like when I I could never like poop at school or like poop like I like I had like a thing like I had to like I had my time after school. I'd go home and I'd poop and it was like my time. I was on a schedule. Like I was like I I, I was like a weird. Anywhere but home, I couldn't do it. I was kind of like fucking, what's his name from American Pie? Shipbreak. Well, his actual name. Shipbreak. <laughs> Shipbrick. Shipbreak. Anyway. Same. Go on. So anyway, um, 
after going on tour, you just learn shit wherever you can fucking shit. So now I'm like fucking gold. I'm like, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm just like anywhere, everywhere. I just like, you can fucking, I, I don't give a shit. It's not a big problem anymore. So like, how do you guys feel about that? I'm, just, I'm really curious. As far as shit talk goes, like, does it matter to you? Like, where, where you, does it, like, are you getting uncomfortable shitting weird places or are you just like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck? I don't really care. I don't give a fuck, but there's not many days that I leave my house that I haven't already taken one, maybe two shits. True. I'm the so, same, I'm the same way, but if, but what if you're like on, what if you're like out and about? If I'm out and about? If you're on vacation or something like that. If I'm on vacation, I don't give a damn. Right. And here's the <laughs> thing. If like, I'm in town, then I'm like. Mm. So like, my thing was, is like, for a while, like, when I was doing the dating thing, like, when I was with, when I was with Jess, I just never got comfortable to like shit when I was with her. So like, I'd wait till we went to brunch or something and I would shit then. Like, I had a way, like, my body just shut itself off. And I could wait till like, what, got to the restaurant. Then as soon as I got to the restaurant, I just went in there and just like, ba-blam, got her, got her fucking done. And I came back out and was like, like, I gotta piss real quick. And I was like, that quick? And the same thing when I was with the next, the same thing. I was just like, when it, like, I just didn't ever do it, like. I think you gotta have no shame. I just, I just didn't want to just like rock We're all it. all human beings. For sure. But like, you know. I'm pretty good. If you were with one of those girls for like two years, you'd be like, I'll drop a deuce in front of you right now. I don't give a fuck. For sure. I try to do it in front of Tori all the time. She doesn't let me, but I try. (laughs) No, no, no. Stay in here. Stay in here. (laughs) Why is the door open? Hold my hand. What do you mean? Hold my hand. Because I left the door open. This is going to be a big one. Hold my hand. Oh, my God. But she's not comfortable with it, so, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. I was just curious. It was just like, I understand that like neither of those relationships were like this, the time that like, even though I was technically with Jess for like several years, like the time that we spent together wasn't that long. Cause it was right. just, like weekends and this and that. So like, I, there's that. And then with Amanda, it was just kind of like, again, it was like a, a few months, but as intense as it was for that short amount of time, I was just like, eh, I'll just wait till we go somewhere and I'll just take care of it elsewhere. But it's just like, that that's a weird thing is everybody fucking shits. There's not a there's not a single human being on the planet who doesn't shit. So it's just like the fact that like that's such a weird thing. Like I don't give a fuck if a chick's like I gotta go take a shit. I'm like okay, go do it. Can I watch? <laughs> no, I don't say what? that. I was just kidding. God, oh God, my god, maybe that's that's what you're into. I mean, whatever. I mean, just scat <laughs> porn, whatever. You know, like. No, two like, girls I don't care. Cup, whatever, you know, I don't care. Like, to each their own. You like girls who take shits. You like, you like to watch that. Whatever. I'm not but, saying I like to watch it. I'm just saying, like, if they want to do it in front of me, like, I'm not going to freak out about it. Like, but you're not going to have at it. You're not going to take your dick out of your hand, but it is a thing, you know? What? Exactly. You like to jerk off to chicks taking poops. I did not say that. You're applying I'm just it. Just saying, you're I'm comfortable it. watching you're anybody comfortable. take a shit if they you need to do that. You are comfortable watching chicks poop with your hand and your wiener and your hand and your minus your dick that part. Well, you can say what you want. We get it. We get it. You like stat porn. No big deal. So I don't like the, the way so this the, one ended. I know. So here's the deal: like, <laughs> you can blame batteries on that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Sofia Coppola, good director, good shit. Hopefully, she wins an Oscar with Bill Murray, right? Hopefully. 
Big fan. She has a bunch of crazy fucking rad family members. Hopefully we get to do Francis eventually, but it's a big fucking undertaking because some of those are, I, there's some old ones I haven't seen. Hopefully we get to do Nicolas Cage. Fuck, Nick Cage is going to be a whole thing. Cause oh, God, there's a lot of, a lot of movies. That might be yeah. t- that might be. the family. And we could do Schwartzman. I mean, why not? Schwartzman would be good. Oh, yeah, like whole family. Yeah, Nick, I guess you. Nick Cage is going to be like a Tuski, I think. Probably. Well, like or same. we could just like cross half of them out and just do the half we like. <laughs> Some of them are like, he, he, he kind of went the Travolta way. Where they like 2010 to deep. 2020, it's like, I don't care about most of those. So What's that really, 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 really horrible one? Mandy or whatever? I haven't watched that. That so. thing was a fucking piece of shit. Oh, my it's God. It's pretty crazy. I no. Don't, I don't know if I hate it or not, but it's pretty crazy. The fact that you don't even... Yeah, the fact that you're, like, still trying to convince yourself that you like it... There's parts that... That I thing mean, was a piece of fucking shit. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're not doing Nick Cage right now. That's true. So, Let's see. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. Um, remember, the passcode to the secret fucking drinking zone, fantastic desert... Oasis, we call the Red Oasis, is T. Brown Brown. It is a shout-out of love to two different people. One of our newest um, co-hosts, who co-host guest people, T. Brown. And then an old-school one, Brown Brown, which it's his birthday upcoming, so shout-out to him for his birthday thing. Um, even though I wasn't invited to any birthday celebration that were going to happen, but whatever. So if he wants to come and hang out at the Red Oasis for his birthday, he's more than welcome. This will happen after that, but yeah. Well, whatever. He can still come hang out. Sure. And you can so text him. He can text me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's that. Um, it's not my fault he doesn't like my breath on his neck. Maybe he just likes it too much. I'm the big spoon. He just can't handle it. Oh, my god! Maybe there's that. You ever think that? No, no. not necessarily. <laughs> See, alpha and the beta. The alpha and the beta conversation. Alpha omega? The alpha and the beta. So, mm-hmm. as of right now, we have some things. Tyler and our buddy Connor, who Connor's done, he's, he's basically um, our... He's owl. He's the fourth amigo. Yeah. When it comes to um, co-hosts on the on the podcast, um, they have Scovillionaires, the Hot Sauce Review Show. So please check that out on all social media platforms. Um, I'm going to be guest starring in a couple. I'm not sure, a couple weeks, maybe next week, week after some summer soon. I'm doing one. Soon. On that. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. It was really cool. Um, uh, CBS and me also do action figure deconstruction. It's the same thing as Scovillionaires, except we use action figures instead and we have some new episode up that uh, we do the Pink Ranger this week, um, the Ranger Slayer. Um, they're all on YouTube as well. Both things are on YouTube, but um, they're all just any action figure deconstruction on all platforms. Please, please check that out. Like it, listen to it, watch it, rate it, review it, all those kinds of things on both things. Um, if you're confused by this point of any time, of any kind of shape or form, there's a link to all of these things at um, top5comicspodcast.com. Yep. Which also CBS has his own podcast. Um, it's a PG, family friendly, awesome podcast about comic books and up and coming things. It's really cool. It's called the Top Five Comics Podcast. I've been on a bunch of episodes the last, I don't know, probably 30 or 40 episodes I've been on with him. 
just because just the way things work out. But uh, there's 141, 142, something like that, um, that are out, and they all just like take comics five, the five most. so Whatever five what was that. Most of the time, it's five good issues, and they break them down. Listen to them, so you, like even if you don't didn't buy it, you can get get, it, get an update of what's going on in those issues. Um, it's a really fun podcast, so check that out as well. Top five comic podcast. Um, I am at Wendell twenty four. It's W N D L E twenty four um, on the Instas. Tyler, you were at what? Huff Tizzle H U F F T Y Z Z L E. CBS, you were at what? Uh, top five comic CBS on Instagram. And so that's the, our Instas. Um, I did just start a brand new um, Red Oasis Instagram. Um, if you're into those kinds of things, you want if you like fun and parties and pools and uh, cocktails and hot summer nights, check that fucking thing out. It's gonna be a good time. Um, if you've been invited to it, you should take it as a fucking honor. And if you haven't been invited to it, that's for a fucking reason. So there's that. Um, other than that, so next week we have your dad, correct? That's Correct. Our, that's our plan. Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas that's Anderson. our plan with with uh, Papa Huff. Correct. Should be a really really good time. Uh, he's a pretty brilliant man. I'm a big fan of him. He's fantastic, and he helped birth one of my favorite fucking people in the whole wide world, which is you. And he's the reason I'm in the film in the first place. So yeah, there you go. So uh, thanks for listening. Um, I don't know if this this section was better than the last time we did it. Who knows? Um, we don't know. <laughs> so less than the there's a there's a missing forty. We'll call it the missing forty for forever. Things fucking happen. Who fucking knows? But anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, That's why they got this fifty two instead. I don't know if it's better or not. But there you go. It might be about the same. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? So anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, anything else? Anything else? No. We good? Sure. We're good. Right. Thanks for listening. Hootie hoo!